Die, monster! You don't belong in this world! It was not by my hand that I was once again given flesh. I was called here by humans who wished to pay me tribute. Mer. Tribute? You steal men's souls and make them your slaves! Perhaps the same could be said of all religions. Mer. Your words are as empty as your soul. Podcast kind ill needs a savior such as you. Ah, what is a podcast? A miserable little pile of secrets. But enough talk. Have at you, man! It is ah! <laughs> and welcome back to the goddamn Castle of Blood. This is your host, Danny Fastball. And with me today, the ever so beautiful and wonderful and talented Queen of Nightmares. Aaron R. Ryan. It is me! <laughs> Happy Halloween! How you doing, Moon Kitten? Pretty good. How are you? I'm not too bad. <laughs> and uh, I guess also, we also have Little Shop Grobe. No. <laughs> You're supposed to be doing your push-ups. I'm sorry. Hi. Hi, everybody. It's me, old little Shaney PP. How you do, do? <laughs> For those of you who are unsure what just happened, Sean was miming that he fell out of a the crypt that yeah. he's in. That's the bit. Okay. It's funny. Yeah. What a klutzer. So how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I'm all right. You know, it feels, uh, I don't know. How, oh, this is, starting the show like this is off-putting. I'm used to being in charge. We did it last year. I was one of our worst episodes. The thing is, though, how, what have you been up to, Aaron? Oh. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to? <laughs> Aw. <laughs> We're just ignoring. It's fine. No, it's it's good. That was the bit there. <laughs> We're just like explaining bits after. No, I just did the same thing. Yeah. It's good. Well, I understand why... Sean is super worried because I am super covered in moss right now. So yes, yeah, it's, uh, Aaron is dressed like a reptile. Yes. I am also dressed like a reptile. I'm a mossy reptile. A mossy reptile. Yeah. I'm dressed as a um, normal man. No, no, <laughs> no. We need to talk about what's happening. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Aaron dressed. Are you a dragon or a reptile? Uh, so or a dinosaur. I decided a dinosaur because I love dinosaurs yeah. more than dragons. What's your favorite dinosaur? Hmm. Um, there are so many. Probably the probably the, any of the skeletons. No, uh, <laughs> that is the which is all dinosaur. of them. Yeah. Spookysaurus, Spookysaurus is definitely like a T Rex skeleton with like pterodactyl wings. I don't know. 
I always really like Apatosaurus because it was the first one that I saw like in person, oh. like at uh, the skeleton, of course, at the uh, National History Museum in Manhattan. And it spanned this entire ballroom and I was really obsessed with it. I just stayed there for hours looking at it because I was like, that's a huge ass skeleton. Yeah. And yeah. I, 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 well, I mirrored that a little bit. I grew up on Brontosaurus before they found the right head and changed it into Apatosaurus. Mm-hmm. So that was always my favorite. But then in recent years, like 20 years, I became a fan of the Pachycephalosaurus. Is that the... It's the one with the big dome head yeah, that like, yeah, butts yeah. shit. Yeah, and he's yeah. like a jerk. Oh, he's determined. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> what are you, Danny? So Aaron is dressed as a Spookysaurus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I dressed as one of the killers from Your Next. Mm-hmm. And Sean decided to dress as a nightmare man face. Yeah. <laughs> Is referring Tell to... Tell what you've done to okay, yourself. Well, they're referring to... I made a choice. Confess. I made a choice years ago. Uh, I always wanted to dress up as Prince Adam. From He-Man. the WWF. <laughs> Prince Adam is uh, He-Man, the Masters of the Universe he- character. He-Man's alter ego, a cowardly prince, foppish prince. Uh, they never suspect he's He-Man, but he is. And I always wanted to dress... Glasses. He doesn't wear glasses. He just wears like pink and purple. Uh, And I always wanted to dress up as him. And I always was like, you know, but I didn't really go to a lot of Halloween parties and stuff. But I I always said if I did it, I would shave my beard that I've had for nigh on 20 years unshaven or for 20 years. And uh, I always said, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. And I'm going to go for maximum impact. And I'm going to shave this old beard. He has had this beard. Yes. Since the second season of Duck Dynasty <laughs> came out. Well, you know. Right? Got to jump on the beard wagon. I'll kill you. No, I wait, had... You didn't have your beard then? I did. Okay, so since the second season of Duck Dynasty, you had this beard. Way before that. Eh. Okay, the joke is what? That I watched Duck Dynasty and I was like, shit, yeah, Duck Dynasty. <laughs> Neat. Cool joke. Uh, killer, always. Um, You're real grouchy today. I'm just a man. Living my life. His face is cold. My face is actually, it is, <laughs> is fucking it really? cold. And it fucking, it, I don't like it. I don't like what I look like under here. But Aww. again, maximum impact. And I was standing in front of the mirror with my little clipper dudes, like really like, am I going to fucking do this? And then Julie's just like, do it, do it, man. Do it, fucker. Do it, you pussy. <laughs> fucking kick your ass. Do it. And I, and I did it. And now he looks like an old man, baby. I deeply regret it. Uh, the, um, but but fat Prince Adam from a, with a man that shaved his beard who doesn't normally have a non-shaven beard. That's Max. That's funny. Mm-hmm. That's gold. What if it doesn't grow back? It will grow back. That's it's what already I said. stubbling up. You know? Uh, don't you remember like when uh, some kids would like shave their eyebrows in like high school and junior high? Yeah. To be like yeah. Marilyn Manson. Sure. People always be like, sometimes it don't grow back. It does grow back. It takes like four months to grow in full because the follicles of the eyebrows are different than the face and stuff. But so now, she, I was going to say, now you can like glue stuff to your face without worrying about, you know, your hair I, getting exactly. stuck. Exactly. Which, yeah. Which is nice. So, what if your eyebrows don't grow back though? I'm, I, my eyebrows are here. They're fine. <laughs> you painted them in those I did. horrifying well, photos. <laughs> and that is one thing I'll give you. Yeah. You finally taken a step towards being horrifying on Halloween. <laughs> John's telephone just went off. It's oh, not true. No. It's haunted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like those photos <laughs> are scary. Because Dandy really hates when people aren't 
something spooky, scary for Halloween for yeah, some that's reason. That's the fucking point. Well, you can't just make these rules. It's become a different holiday. And it's not about what you, you think. No, you've made improvements. Mm. And one of our listeners, Cat with Glasses, mm-hmm. also made minor improvements. Yeah, she dressed up as the ham burglar, where last year she was viciously ridiculed by... For a stupid costume. <laughs> so she's at least being a, a thief. Yeah. Which could be terrifying under the right circumstance. Unless... Yeah. And I didn't read all the comments of her photo that she posted, unless she's supposed to be like, I'm the Hamburg Seventh Circuit judge. Oh. <laughs> no, it was just straight Hamburglar, I believe. A little bit better. Yeah. I like the costume. I think it was nice. I like your costume. Thank you. A dinosaur. You. It's not really that... I, when I first put it on, I'm like, well, it's not really that scary, but then look at these fucking teeth. Yeah, there's teeth. Those are just scary. <laughs> They're scary. If there was a dinosaur around now, I I would be deeply uncomfortable, you know. At least, yes, <laughs> yeah, big time. Mm. Uh, please, Dan, this is your episode. You bleed. Well, it's not. Oh, so don't just do that thing where you don't have stuff to talk about. So you're like, oh. so I'll still like, I'll still steer everything in the directions <laughs> I see it fit, since I know the natural pacing of what a show should sound like, and you're still kind of like figuring it out. I feel, yeah. I feel yeah. like this table isn't spooky enough, though. Oh, so I brought that's something fair. to put on the table, which is good for audio. Yeah, <laughs> you have a big old <laughs> sack of trick or treats. Yeah, I, I'm doing like reverse trick or treat. Where I come in and I have stuff with my trick or treat bag to give to you guys. I like so. it. It's almost like a trick or treat Santa kind of yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I like. So I brought you these these bugs and skeletons. Oh my god! That we can just put on the table. Oh, look, <laughs> look at this guy. He looks. I don't know what's up with him, but he looks very upsetting. He has no body. Yeah, there's, <laughs> it's just like a it's it's just like a weird fish mouth skull with like strange hands. Yeah, and this guy is like a skeleton model because. It's a full skeleton, but he's like looking over to the right, Ooh, like he's posing. I like so, him. So I just figured we would have some friends on the table. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you. I thought that would make Ooh, certainly me and Danny a... feel more at home. Yes. <laughs> These need to always be here. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'm going to put this really centipede in the kitchen and spook that old Julie Metz who keeps hassling me to shave my beard. Is she afraid of centipedes? centipedes well, all like bugs them. really. She really? kind of wigs out big time. It's uh, it's. It's a problem. Um, I don't like big spiders. I can do little spiders. At work, I like shove the spiders into, because there are a lot of spiders at work, because yeah. I work in a converted barn. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bakery, but it's also a barn. Um, anyway, so I like shove the spiders into the du- the um, dustpan, and then yeah. I just like shoo them outside, but there are so many spiders oh. there. Well, like, she makes horse cookies. Oh. I do, yeah. What does that mean? Pretty delicious. Cookies made out of horses? Oh. Yeah. There's a market. For dogs? For everybody. Oh, all right. Never had one? Well, the- well there <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, no, really, I make Buckeyes. Like the candy the Buckeyes. The candy. Yeah. Oh, so, which is- so if you eat Buckeyes, Sean thinks you're a dog. <laughs> F- <laughs> FYI. I stand by that. Um, uh, Buckeyes, for those of you who don't know, it's kind of a local Ohio thing. It's a chocolate peanut butter oh, treat. God. It's like a peanut butter ball with chocolate on it, leaving mm-hmm. a, a, a circle of peanut butter exposed to uh, emulate the the look of a Buckeye, which is some sort of plant seed. Hey, if you, li- if you live on the moon, <laughs> a Snickers bar is like a wackadoo. It is a... <laughs> wackadoo is a good bar. It is a sphere of diabetes. Mm, is mm-hmm. what it Essentially. is. Yeah. <laughs> so I Which can't I'm... eat. I can't eat one. I tried the other day. They're I was good. like, "What have I done?" And just for the rest of the show, yeah. So we don't have to get into it. Kroger is a chain <laughs> of grocery stores. Yes. That 
is all over the world. It's very small. It's kind of a tight knit little mom pop. Um, it's a for those of you who don't know, it's a running bit on our show. We talk about crook. Okay, all right. Look, here's a, this is let's for people that aren't familiar with the Danny Fastpaw's goddamn Castle of Blood, or as pause I like to call it, DFP. Episode. What? Pause it. Pause. Danny Fastpaws this, this episode. episode and go back and listen to episode twenty. Is that and which then, one it is? Yep. How do you remember this stuff? It was Jared's first ep. Uh-huh. That's, that's a first appearance. And I feel oh real bad being here wearing his headphones. Yeah. Wearing his dinosaur costume. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I would love to see him. <laughs> it would be costume. neat. Um, yeah. Well, it is, it's basically a Halloween episode where, oh my gosh, oops, all berries. Danny took over the podcast feed and it's all his kind of stuff. Spooky, spooky. That's the bit. Okay. It's good. It's yeah. funny. The music's different. It's good. It's fine. It's fun. No, but, Are you but done? <laughs> you know, a little bit ago, I was about to say that I'm very proud of you. Oh, for how? For not only being more horrifying now in your face, <laughs> but also for dinosaurs coming up uh-huh. and you not being like, I am so thick of raptors. Oh, I'm sure. I'm surprised it didn't get there. Yeah. I am. Raptors have been played out since and day one. All the progress you were making, and I was actually starting to like you for once, mm-hmm. and you've just made a U-turn. Well, you know what? I That's the way I do it, man. I gotta keep that tension up. Well, so people like you know what that means, idiot. What? It's time for blood news. Yay. Oh, Yay. so you're running the show? Okay, okay. that's what I wanted. Oops, <laughs> oops, all blood. Okay. Yay, blurred. Okay, I guess I'm gonna. I guess uh, is this is par for course. I open up some email on my computer and we watch a blood video. I'm so, so excited right do now. Blood news. Okay. Try not to look at the thumbnails. I won't. Tell me where to click. I'm not looking at the uh, You screen. can't really see it. Go ahead. Blood News 1. <laughs> okay. Well, here's Blood News 1, everybody. Let's pull it up on the blood the blood monitor. Um, oh, well, God. Shut up, 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 shut up. Okay. Whew. Is that how you watch the news? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am so tired of these medias. Okay. Um, let's. The titles of these definitely kind of spoil what happened. Oh, should I not read the type? Yeah, let's just skip ahead. Let's get into it. All right, I'll watch. Just press play. Sure. Let me look. What I, let me tell what I see. Oh my lord! You have <laughs> you have a woman in a pink dress and a man with the biggest behind. <laughs> is a very it is significant on a news team. It's a significant. <laughs> he made a choice with his body. There's, there's ghosts in there. <laughs> he is, he's kind of shaped like the talking tea set from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> oh, that is. Like Mrs. Potts? Yeah. Man, I wasn't even going to body shame. I was going to talk about her wearing a, a floral print shirt that's where the where the print is not on the back as well. I was going to say that's a little tacky. Well, since I'm taking... But you're body shaming this poor man. As I've... You clearly stated I took over wow. the show. I have to do your jobs, which mm. is body shaming. Well, good luck. I do like his I'm tie, though. Kroger. It's a, it's nice... a lavender tie. Guy yeah. seems nice. Get, well, over, get over his butt, Sean. I don't know anything yet. He hasn't talked yet. It's just her squawking and clucking away, right? Typical uh, broad. Broadcasting. Get it? <laughs> okay. Can we watch this for two minutes? Please. Please. Sorry for one group. A guest was taken away by ambulance Friday. I can't get over him. <laughs> Sorry. It's It's weird. I feel bad. This is mean. Yeah. Danny, it's you're, fucked you're up. You're being a dick, Sean. Wow. After being stabbed, here's more on how this all happened. Tucked away in the parking lot of a Madison strip mall with all... Oh. 
Well, hold on. Wait. Are you having a problem following the story so far? No, hold on. Back, backing up to this. So in this strip mall, their like sign above the thing is a Ouija board. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. I keep interrupting. Okay, these are good things to know. I think they so. Are, yeah. It helps describe with what I'm seeing. Well, I, there's no way you could have just said that. It is good that you haltingly stopped the video and awkwardly described what, what it was. I didn't want to talk over the lady. You did good. It's rude. Out of a Madison strip mall with all kinds of lights and spooky decorations, oh. Nashville Nightmare looks like a lot of fun. Not to be confused with the next Shua Nightmare. Oh, that old, <laughs> no, no. That old man. He's not fun. This looks like to be some sort of like haunted house thing mm-hmm. or like a place that to buy. That yeah. statue is really cool. I like it. Yeah. The eyes are glowy. But that for a group of co-workers who came out to take in all the Halloween excitement on Friday night. What's unique about these facts is no one really expects. About what? <laughs> What's unique about what? These, these facts? Oh. It did sound like fags. Yeah. No. Well, look at him, and then there's an American flag. Oh, he at the looks bottom. like a regular man. Oh, I, I heard facts. <laughs> I did not. I think that's what he's saying. That, well, is, that is what he's saying. Okay, good. Mm, my but, liberal alert went off. <laughs> I see that American flag, and I'm like, no, nope, I don't think so. <laughs> I want to say that after that other like demon thing came on, you made the weirdest face. You're legit scared. You're I weird. was. <laughs> well, you can so fully see my a emotions picture. now since I don't have a beard to hide. So, like, I'm, my poker face is done. A picture of a rubber mask. Good. <laughs> And then this man said something that started with the word F. So Sean was like, I could be offended over this. He's still on. He's on notice. Expects to go to a haunted house and, be, and to walk away being stabbed. According to the incident report from Metro Police, a woman waiting to get inside with friends got approached by a person she thought worked at Nashville Nightmare. When asked if one of her male friends was messing around with her, she played along and said yes. The character then handed her what she thought was a prop knife and said... Well, here, stab him. Thinking the whole thing just an act for dramatic effect, the woman did just that, (laughs) penetrating her friend's arm. Jeff Roberts is a personal injury lawyer in Nashville. He says, what the what? Wow. If you don't know what a real fucking knife feels like. I get. Here's the thing with trick knives. Is they're fucking made out of plastic. And they 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 have a spring. spring. Yeah. Yeah, so. And yeah. they're like that shitty, chromey kind of material. Like it's. I guess like you could have that adrenaline and just be like, ugh, but uh, and not what? notice. But when I stand in line, that way. yeah, I don't think there'd be adrenaline at that point. They <laughs> haven't got in yet. I guess they're in right. line. Mm. Wow. I like how they don't know if the person who handed her the knife worked there. Was they were they dressed up as anything? Yeah, they said Probably, they had their yeah. face painted and they were like dressed spooky. That's terrorism. Okay. Mm. As well, anyone who walks into a haunted house assumes a certain level of risk. This is something else. When you're in a situation like the worker, he, you know, he's probably had prior knowledge to have had the knife in his hand. Okay, and here's the thing with this. <laughs> so they, they, the, that man that, that said the F word, uh, he, they've only shown him for like two seconds. It, all the rest of this is just showing how sweet this haunted house is. Yeah, it really is. With all these crazy monsters and shit. Like, this is pretty intrikate, fucking gnarly, cool stuff. Mm-hmm. They have this weird, great, incredible Hulk, Sasquatch, fucking like mountain monster. He looks yeah. rad. And then all these weird eyeball men. Like, this place looks awesome. I can't wait to go and get stabbed. Yeah, we should, go, we should all go to the Nashville Nightmare, which I assume is in Memphis. More than likely. That Let's a, go. That was yeah. a Sean Green joke right oh. there for everybody. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, like 
<laughs> more than once on the day of or the day before. So he should surely know that it's a, a, a real knife. And in that situation, if he walks up and hands it to her and says, here, stab him with it, he's got a responsibility to whisper in her ear or something to say, this is a real knife. I'm not really saying to stab him. The witnesses and maybe just don't play with knives, period. Unless you're cutting like a, a nice package open. Oh, we don't need to go that far. <laughs> or at least in public. Yeah. Aaron. Yes. Ew. Stab Sean. <laughs> it's definitely well, a fake that's knife. Not, that's a real. That's a real knife. We'll be right back. It's <laughs> all these visual fucking things. That's okay, Danny. For the bit, it pulled out a real that knife. That feels like a knife, though. <laughs> Is that a real knife? I don't feel this. Do you want to feel it? I'll no, feel, I don't want to feel your knife. I don't feel no spring. <laughs> Thank God you didn't stab me. See how it feels in your tummy and tell me if it feels like <laughs> a fake. I got all this adrenaline. This would be an adrenaline situation. I could have stabbed you. I don't need stabbed. <laughs> not, not yet. Not today. You want to move on to the second story? <laughs> Ugh. Which yeah. is not as fun or oh. funny as this one. <laughs> That's a shame. That, right. that was pretty funny, actually. Blood news this year is a little dark. <laughs> oh. So. It's, it's a, no elevators. Of- Once again, try to not look at the title. A butcher knife, pizza cutter, scissors. These are some of the weapons an 11 and 12 year old brought to Bartow Middle School on Tuesday to allegedly kill classmates. Oh, God. They wanted to kill at least 15 people and were waiting in the bathroom for the opportunity to find smaller kids that they could overpower to be their victims. Extra officers were already on campus after another student reported concerns on Monday. But police tell us the plot was foiled only after one of the girl's mother called in when a robocall said she skipped school. This is horrific, and if I had children in school, I'd be scared, slapped to death. Officers found... Wait, scared, scared, slapped, slapped, slapped to death? He'd be scared, let's, slapped. Let's read. Let's also, re- robocall? If, yeah. <laughs> like automated, <laughs> automated call. <laughs> Fucking narc, robo-narc. <laughs> Your daughter's not in school, probably into stabs. If I had kids... No, I would be scared and slap them to death. <laughs> Let's hear that again. He's scared of robocall. <laughs> and if I had children in school, I'd be scared, slapped to death. Officers <laughs> found them in the bathroom <laughs> with a goblet on hand. Hold, hold on, one more time. Does anyone around him, there's only that one lady, does she... React. Does she react like, oh, that's real words. That's a sentence you <laughs> put together. She looks bored there. She looks, yeah, bored or sad. Let's, let's look. I'd be scared, slapped to death. <laughs> She's nodding along. It's a thing. It's a regional thing. Yeah, square I'd be scared to, to slap the kids to death. <laughs> I'm telling you, I would be too. I'm not gonna make it through this. <laughs> hey, I was wrong. Maybe this one is funny too. Yeah, you're right. It's real funny. It shouldn't, <sighs> shouldn't be. So the, okay, so to re, to get, I can't tell. So apparently, at least one of them is a girl. Both. Both are girls. Eleven and twelve. So this is another one of these Slendermans. I don't. Um, they never specify if it's. But I'm, but I'm seeing these vicious little girls. Well, let's like, hear a little bit the more. The stereotype is always, "Oh, dudes are full of fucking no. cum, stabbing the world up." Girls you know are what way. I mean? Girls are way meaner. Oof. <laughs> Not always. Well, yeah, especially because that one stabbed that poor man in the Halloween line. Well, yeah, that what? was her fault. Actually, that was man. I fucking learn what a knife is. Are we becoming what? a fucking men right activist uh, thing uh, here? Yes. I think we are. Where's my fedora? Hello. <laughs> you shouldn't say that about our listeners. I know. <laughs> All right, let's contend. If I was one of our listeners, many of which do wear fedoras, I guarantee, yeah, I would be scared, slapped to death. <laughs> let's Casey, find out more of their plans. Casey definitely has a fedora. Okay. <laughs> a goblet on hand to reportedly drink their victim's blood. Wow. I mean, how can this happen, you know? We are afraid. 
and she's afraid. I kind of feel like maybe it might be a good idea just for some of these schools to maybe even put in metal detectors. Messages. <laughs> To detect goblets. <laughs> these are obviously, these are car moms talking about stuff. Go to Bill. Bill in bathroom. There's a note, scrawled notes here, scrolls. Yeah, these are plans. These are, are plans. Bill two, donuts? Three, four, five, six, seven. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. What does that mean? Go to kill in bathroom, I uh, think is what it says. Uh, oh. That's, that's one of the more important stuff. I don't know which one is scarier. Go to Bill or go to kill. <laughs> All right. Appear to show the girls plan the murders and even to kill themselves when it was done. Whoa. I'm going to call them small children. They're only 11 and 12. Um, Whoa, what are these knives? It's like the fucking, like, the, the fancy, like, when when you have, like, a cool mom who's buying stuff at Bed Bath & Beyond and it's, like, a knife that's, like, completely colored to one color. It's, like, a like a teal fucking knife. It's, it has a sheath on it. Oh, is that a sheath? Yeah, it has a sheath on it. Did but it's, you... like, a kitchen knife. It is. Yeah, like, did... I used one of those this morning to cut onions for an omelet. <clears throat> I don't think that's a sheath, is it? Mm, it looks like the blade. See. Yeah, you can see the edge at the bottom. Weird. I think it's just uh, darkened. But did you notice in the beginning, among some of the knives they had, they brought a pizza slicer. <laughs> okay, now that's making more sense. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being a kid who gets pizza sliced by these little breasts? Wicked. <laughs> wow. All right, let's, let, wow. Um, seriously, sat down and plotted um, to do serious bodily harm to another student at school. Okay. Luckily, though, they did, and they got caught. Well, that's good. good. Thanks, Robocall. <laughs> Luckily, the the little murderous girl children mm-hmm. who brought a pizza slicer <laughs> to their bathroom plot got caught by Robocall. And a goblet for the blood drinking. Like, okay. That's style. It's <sighs> They just got shit out of their kitchen. It's a little- It was uh... like an orange juice cup. It's like when you have a sleepover and you make like suicide drinks, like the the suicide oh, drink, yeah. like all like everything you can find into something. And you're like, I dare you to drink this, but it's like I dare you to use this to your right? school. That's and terrible. Why do you need to draw up plans for this? I it's don't like know. What? you can't remember. Let's go kill people in the bathroom. <laughs> also, it was circled. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't you know forget. What? This is the. This is actually the not the series of numbers, but. Uh, <laughs> Wow. All right, then. So we got another story there, I think. Uh, and there, so this is more blood news. Just play this one straight through. Don't even stop it when it starts. Don't even stop it. Nope. All right. It's playing now. What the oh, f- I think that was... Uh, fuck? I think that was accidentally <laughs> what you brought for this episode. Because there's a clip from The Office. <laughs> oh, because the because the... that's all you brought last year. I probably <laughs> I probably should have picked a clip where they spoke, and the listeners could clearly hear that it was the office. So this, this is holy shit. This is great. This is uh, this I is... chose this one because it was the worst edited one Thank I've ever you. seen. Uh, Want to describe it? This is this is called the office. Toby touches Pam's leg, and it's eight seconds long. Let's 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 go. Let's do it again here. I'm gonna just uh, lower the. All right, let's do this again. So it shows Toby touching Pam's leg. Jim, look. 
<laughs> like and, fabric. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> then Jim looking down at it, and then it playing uh, some sort of like dream pop shoegazy song that I know I know, but I can't place it. And then it ends up showing the um, some close up of fabric, and then like the home screen of a phone. Yeah, it's someone recording a YouTube video of this moment of the office for some reason, and then re-uploading it with extra. Parker and Grant. Who that? Well, let's see what else they have. Let's see their other uploads. <laughs> oh, describe that cover photo there. Uh, well, they're they're not talented uh, designers. This is uh, they wrote Parker and Grant in some sort of sharpieish thing, and then scribbled uh, black around it. But the, the the red and the blue are so dark that the black around it makes it unintelligible. Also, the the ampersand looks like a lowercase g, but yeah. real fat. Parker and Grant might be the two little girls that tried to drink blood in their bathroom. Oh, look at these. Have you watched any of these? No. Look at this kid. Pick one. I'm scared. Let's explore this minor. (laughs) Oh, oh, don't don't do that. What do you want? Sean Green, 2018. (laughs) Did you know that Biggie Cheese is actually my dad? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm I'm sold. Okay, this is a four-second vid called Random Vid. Let's watch it again. This is this is uh, this is vertical footage uh, showing their their portly mis- midwestern child faces. Uh, oh, what so, you, I have so the same mean. thing. It's fine. I have the same thing. I have a portly midwestern child face now. I guess I don't have to be the one that body shames, even though I'm running the episode. Thank you. Let's do this again. Did you know that Biggie Cheese is actually my dad? <laughs> okay Grant I like has some this. of the better best delivery how do you know who's who I guess oh let's okay this one is just called um uh is nine seconds long this one's called uppercase e 10 views posted a month ago let's listen I love it I like it I think that was Robocall. <laughs> Thank you for saving those, those girls. Uh, let's do one more here. Um, this one's called Tab Lee. It's seven seconds. Like I love these little quick bites. Mm-hmm. I cry when tables deserve Another one. Die. Well, that one's more accurate. That's huh. <laughs> not like the rehearsal for the E video. I... Uh, I'd like to keep up with them. Uh, this channel is called Parker and Grant. Parker and Grant, uh, 55 subscribers. That is more than the original Halfway Okay uh, YouTube subscription <laughs> uh, base. So that's cool. And as always, Blood News is brought to you by Parker and Grant. <laughs> Thanks, Park. <laughs> Thanks, Gran. Um, well, that was neat. Uh, so some of you may have been uh, also knowing about it, which is this. The spooky blood castle time is a time for submissions of Ooh. spooky flavored stories. Mm. So, as the, <laughs> as the, as the curator, uh, you know, these get all sent to me, and Danny doesn't get to listen to them. Nope. Uh, guests don't not get to listen to them. Nope. Uh, I, I try to not listen to them as much as possible. Um, just to keep you know to keep it fresh, keep it fun. So you guys want to listen to some spookers? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And uh, real quick, this segment is brought to you by the sad frown on Is Terry Izzy Rock's face when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost today. 
Oh my god. Okay. Ouch. <laughs> Fucking sports. Okay. Neat. Get buzzed. Trying to include people by talking about their misery. <laughs> um so let's do a couple of these and then we can go to something else. There's a lot of there's a lot here, okay? I'm excited. There's a ton. Uh Okay, Danny's that not, noise. That's not the sound of my crypt. That's me playing. With no, it. it's just him putting snakes in his thing. Should we take a break before we do these so no. everyone can play with their toys for two minutes? Pick up the pace, Sean. <laughs> let's kick it off right. This is re- this is actually a really good one. It's also kind of short. Uh, let's kick it off right. Parker and Grant. <laughs> we'll find out more about these system of the down lyrics. <laughs> is that what those were? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I don't. Chop suey. I don't. Wake up. Grab a little makeup. Who? Next part. That's all. Who else do? Mess with those. Here's here's the bit. Since we have to explain everything, where Sean acts like he doesn't know System of a Down songs. I didn't. I didn't know it. Okay, you never heard your ring back tones with them. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Here's here's this the first. This is first Spurka story from. I don't know who this is from, but I I don't know. Let's let's hear it. Hi, um, this is Gordy Fleshman. Um, my dinger is bloody. I was wondering if you guys knew what I should do or if you could call 911 for me. Thank you. Ooh! <laughs> we forwarded this voicemail to Robocall. <laughs> well, that was spooky. Um, I liked it. Um, okay, uh, <laughs> there's so many on here. Okay. Uh, you want to listen to some thanks, more? Thanks, Gordon Flashlight. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> Here's one. Hello, halfway okay. So I hear you're looking for a spooky story. (laughs) Well, I really hope you find one. Good luck out there, boys. Woo! <laughs> that was good. That's also been forwarded to Robocall. <laughs> see what else we got here. Uh, okay. There's so many from Bev. It's <laughs> you know what? Here, Play some. Okay, yeah. here's... here's uh, Unlike Sean, we like Bev. No, I love Vivian. Okay, here's this is this is a good one. Uh, this, this is one's, this one's, this is from Viv. Hey, this is Vivian, self-proclaimed friend of the show. Still have a cold. That last call was a joke, but now I have a real hold, scary hold story. What? These aren't Can't, in order. Can you play them in order? Uh, Why would you start in the middle? Man, I don't know. All right, here's one. <laughs> Here's one. Here's here's one. This one's from Vivian. This is the first. I don't know, man. Vivian, next time you call, please say at the beginning what number <laughs> out of what number the voicemail is, because Sean can't figure it out. Hello, everybody. This is Vivian, hey. official friend of the show, and I have a cold, but that won't stop me from telling See? my. Now the other yeah. voicemail makes a lot now, more sense. Yeah, I guess you're right. And then we'll go, okay, after this, then we'll go to the other one. 
And there's like eight more. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot. Okay. Buckle up. Pookie <laughs> tail. And here it is. Dr. Pepper. The famous 23 flavor soda has lots of spin-off products, such as Diet Dr. Pepper. That's not the topic here today, though. No, we're not talking about Diet Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce. But we are talking about is Hot Dr. Pepper. Okay. That's right. Hot Dr. Pepper was originally introduced in the 1960s as a winter beverage. Here's some advertisements from the 1960s showing about Hot Dr. Pepper. However, it was short-lived. You still don't believe me? You still think this is a joke? Just go to the Facts and Questions article on the Dr. Pepper website. Anyway, I'm going to teach you how to make it. All you need is Dr. Pepper, a can or a bottle will be fine. And just proceed to open it, but don't blow it up like I did, because, you know, bad Dr. Pepper. Right there. Anyway, you want to heat it up in a pan or any... I am petrified right now, by the way. This is the scariest shit I've ever heard in my life. Have I gotten to the age where I don't understand, like, jokes anymore? No, we're right. We're, like, this yeah, is, we're, but we're all there. Are the, is, are the kids into Dr. Pepper these days? Look, this is performance art. All I got to say is, Viv, if you're going to give like informational stuff, you have to do it in the form of a rap, like the polio rap. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> we're not true. going to understand what's happening. I love you. Dr. That Pep, is true. Dr. Pep. Pepperoni. Pepperoni would work better. That's for true. Ooh. Dr. Pepperoni. Get your big Tony. I don't know. Well, maybe she maybe she goes into a rap. I don't know. Okay, like I, say, sorry, I, only, I only skimmed these. Jump the gun. Sorry, guys. Anything? And just pour a little Dr. Pepper in there as much as you want. All right. And as soon as we did that, we're going to take a lemon and a knife and make a small slice and then put it into the glass that you're going to pour the hot Dr. Pepper in. When the Dr. Cutting, Pepper starts... The Dr. Pepper? The lemon. lemon. Oh. She's going very fast. Sizzling or steaming up. That's it. Just take it off and pour it in your glass. And if you're using a glass 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 made of glass like I am... Put it very slowly, like, wait, five seconds between each each spill, so it doesn't melt. You know, spill. She's had way too much Dr. Pepper. <laughs> the way you, the way you uh, have liquids go into another <laughs> reservoir as you spill it. <laughs> Just spill it on in there. This is scary. Yikes. You can burn yourself. Because, oh, you know, when glass melts, it's, it's glass. Yeah. Also, if you try this at home and your lemon makes a popping bubble, comment or like, <laughs> give, you know, a thumbs up for that. Just some more footage of the popping lemon. Yeah. And basically, this is hot Dr. Pepper. It tastes just like Dr. Pepper, only it's hot, kind of like tea, brings out the cherry flavor. A little bit of carbonation, and I'll see you next time. <laughs> A little bit of carbonation, <laughs> I'll see you next time. That, that's Viv's call-off that's sign. really good. So that's it sounds great. like she was just reciting what she was seeing in a video. So to make hot Dr. Pepper, <laughs> you're going to spill as much Dr. Pepper as you want. Boiling hot. Enough to melt glass. So it's already hot. Yes. So the most important part of making hot Dr. Pepper, <clears throat> she assumes, has already been done at this point. Yeah, you slice the hell out of some limbs, yeah. and, then you, and then you pre-hot it. And then put it into hot-resistant glass. Yes. <clears throat> yep. I'm... And then I think there's a part of if you're allergic to something. Uh, yeah. If you're allergic to popping bubbles. All right. Okay. So All we, right. Can, we can take it. There are so many... Thank everyone. I was a round of applause for everyone. Did very, very Yay. nice in giving us spooky stories today, uh, or this this year. Potentially, uh, we don't know yet. Well, there's there's still quite a few in here. I'm so excited. It should be. Well, then we can applaud. Good job that you made a bunch of voicemails. Yeah, but we don't know yet if they're if they're good. Spooky. Okay. Well, so far, what do you? How would you rate the spookiness? Zero. No, 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 wait, there was that, that one voicemail that was pretty good. Yeah, that had the spooky sounds in it. Yeah, I'll give that a three. It, 
That sounds like what my stomach is doing right now. Whatever oh that. Yeah. We're at, out of, <laughs> we're at three right now. Out of what? Ten? However high it goes. Does. <laughs> but like. Okay. Well, the, let's, all right. Instead of ten, it should be tomb. Whoa. Gordon Fleshman. Is that scary enough? Dr. Pepper talk is bringing the average down right oh, now. Oh, oh, so this, yeah. is, this is, okay, so we're grading on a on a uh, the whole yeah, yeah, kibotch, yeah. the not, whole skabland. I'm not scared of your big pups. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I tell you what, maybe this will up the ante. Uh, let's take a little brokey. Already? Yeah. I mean, we've been doing this for a million years. Okay. Let's take a little break, and I tell you what, there's a spooky spooker. Is there hot Dr. Pepper under our chairs? No. We got a spooky special treat. Uh, from a from an upcoming project from our from our one our one true friend, old old Greg Nichols. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be right back after some bullshit by Greg. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Halfway okay. We'll be right back. All across America, night and day, there are unexplained occurrences, mysterious events and trips by unsuspecting persons into the unknown. There is a thin layer that conceals other dimensions, realities, and possibilities. We all walk this path every day, all of us walking in the tall grass, unable to see the way out of the The strange field. Tonight's tale of fear is about two friends, two friends who have known each other for a long time, which makes this story all the more interesting when one of them keeps a dark secret. Sean looked forward to one thing each week, one thing that took him from his dismal, lonely, and pathetic existence his weekly podcast. A podcast that had an audience of only a few friends and might not even be listened to all the way through to the end of an episode. It was the one thing in his life that gave him some sense of meaning. And the only other person in the world that Sean could get to join him on the show was his unstable, barely evolved friend, Danny. Danny walked into the room as Sean was preparing for their latest podcast. Sean had a list of items for this episode. He wanted to talk about his latest find a gold-plated statue of Donkey Kong he had found at a thrift store. Danny had other plans. He always did. Sean despised how Danny, at a moment's notice, would turn the conversation over to whatever topic he wanted, usually something he saw on YouTube. And then Sean would have to endure Danny watching these clips as Sean struggled to paint a picture to his audience of what he was seeing on screen. Danny's most recent morbid fascination was with a dim-witted Mississippi man who taped his mundane life continuously and posted the raw footage on his YouTube channel. 
Danny found delight, and Sean found disgust in watching this large oaf rumble his way through life, this barely human creature's attempts to gather favor with the fairer sex, of which the woman this behemoth was attracted to were probably only a few branches away from him on his own family tree. Danny found such delight in these turgid videos, laughing uproariously and continuing to talk about them until Sean was completely off topic. This evening, Danny had just concluded watching this foul beast of a man throw chicken wings at unsuspecting patrons at a local restaurant. Sean had just narrated the entire clip to his audience and was feeling as sick as he knew everyone eating at that low-grade establishment felt after consuming half-cooked and over-battered chicken muscle tissue. It was then that Danny pulled out his phone and displayed a video. This is something you really want to see, Sean, Danny said, the drool forming on his lips. This must be terrible, Sean thought, as he tried desperately to keep the last topic he had for this episode on his mind. But it was lost as soon as he heard the scream from the tiny phone speaker. It was then that he knew. Danny had killed again. Danny just sat there, waiting for a response from Sean as the screams from the phone continued. Sean didn't want to see what was happening and he didn't want to give Danny the pleasure of showing him. He knew this hideous fiend, this incomprehensibly foul, evil being wanted nothing more than to see Sean's reaction to the terrible deed he had just performed possibly not more than a few hours ago. You really need to see this, Sean, Danny said, his smug smile mischievous and dripping with malice. Sean swallowed and pushed down the rising tide of bile that was starting to push up through his throat. Of course, he would have to look. It was the only way to appease this grinning demon sitting before him. Oh, Danny, Sean said, pushing all of his fear deep within himself and turning on his usual false show of frivolity and fun. What craziness do you have for me this time, Sean said, the tears starting to well up in the corners of his eyes as he prepared himself to see what Danny had done to this poor, wretched soul. Alas, it was nothing more than an old film of a young woman being grabbed by a monster, a silly rubber monster from a 50s B-movie. Oh, Danny... I thought you'd killed someone again. Silly me, Sean said. It was all said in jest, and not one of the listeners would know the magnitude of the truth buried in that sentence. Sean, I think it's time we bring in our guest, Danny said. Sean froze. Guest? What was Danny talking about? 
Danny smiled and glanced at the door to the basement studio. Sean slowly turned the closed door. He hadn't heard anyone else come down the steps, hadn't heard anyone in the other room. Sean stood and slowly walked to the door. He looked back at Danny, who was now busy looking through show notes, as if he was waiting for Sean to invite their guest into the room. Sean opened the door to find a man, with his back turned, sitting at the table in their waiting room. Sean didn't recognize him from the back, so he moved to the front of the man and stopped in pure horror. The man was nothing more than a desiccated corpse, thin and paper-like skin taunt on its frame. It had a sheen to it, like Danny had coated it in shellac or varnish. Every inch of it glistened in the dim basement light, and the face, oh God, the face of pure agony frozen in the chemical seal. The eyes of the man were wide and bulging, the nose nothing more than a slit, and the mouth wide open with the tongue pushed forward and the lips curled in a last scream. The reaction to whatever tortures Danny submitted this soul to before delivering the killing blow. Sean reeled from the disgusting visage and looked back at Danny. He didn't look up from his notes. But Sean knew he was laughing inside. This was nothing more than a sick joke to Danny. His blackened soul pleased with itself at what it had done both with the killing and Sean's revulsion. Sean knew there was only one thing left to do. Sean pulled up the last clump of dirt with his shovel and then wiped his sweat-drenched forehead. He climbed from the hole he'd dug and stabbed the shovel into the ground. He pulled at the corpse now wrapped in black trash bags, pushing it into the hole. Sean stood and arched his back, grimacing at the pain through his shoulders from the digging. And then noticed someone looking at him. There was a witness to the deed, his cat. Uncle Lou was in the window looking down at Sean, judging Sean. There was no way that Uncle Lou would understand that this was the only way to cover Danny's maniacal nature. Uncle Lou had seen a side of Sean that was the darkest and saddest side his soul possessed. Sean, now more broken than ever before, began the task of covering Danny's transgression one shovel of dirt at a time.
Now back to Halfway Okay. Thank you oh. so much for continuing oh. to join us on this goddamn Danny Fastball's goddamn castle of blood. Thank you for staying tuned during Greg's uh, mundane recitement of just a regular errand. <laughs> Every Tuesday. <laughs> That's not fair. Um, uh, yes, we're we're so much back. Can you believe it? Remember. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I was, I was, I was, I was wondering. You know, I was really, honestly, I was wondering, what, what, what room does a ghost not even need? Did someone say that they were in the mood to listen to some music? Always, huh? Is that what you're saying? No, I was saying, what is, what, what kind of room does a ghost not even need? A living room. <sighs> What's interesting about Greg's story is. Normally, we don't include guests halfway into the episode or however. Yeah. We bring them in at the beginning. Yes. But this episode, there will be some more guests later on. Okay, what is that alluding to? Some weird thing you have planned? Danny more did guests. bring in some strange uh, little suitcase. It's a suitcase? What kind of suit is going to fit in that? Just I don't a know. Case. A child's suit? <laughs> it's a small suitcase. It's not a suitcase. What is it, Dad? It's a case. Oh. Well, Dan did bring in some little suitcase case and uh, it's not a suitcase. Well, you know what? You, you know what? Really, honestly, what I like the to suitcase. Know, what I like to that was know, from a movie. I like it. You know, uh, you know what I'd like to know. What does the skeleton say before dinner? You couldn't have memorized these. Bone appetit. <laughs> He's looking at his phone. He re- read the That's URL of the site you're on. <laughs> It's phonology. <laughs> Have you ever been to phonology? Read the full URL. All right, hold on. Oh, it's just, it's pretty simple. Phonology.com slash Halloween. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. You can join along at home. <laughs> and speaking of home, what kind of pants do ghosts wear? What kind? Boo jeans. Oh, my God. <laughs> Happy Halloween. It's Halloween in the Digimon world, bitch. The, the Digimon Halloween song today comes courtesy of Casey Robertson. Yeah, thank you so Who much. I'm going to fight. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Why? Because we had a gift war. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yes, 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 so, uh, yes. Yeah. And that, that gift Yikes. war was brought to you by Lil Byron Hussey's new show, Portal into the Unbeknownst. Oh, yeah. He, check, I, it, check it out today. I did. Actually, you know what's funny about that? We do have uh, something related to the subject matter in uh, Byron uh, Husbird's uh, big old spooky, scary uh, pop caps. Uh, and this is a real one. You ready? And whatever's about to happen is brought to you by phonology.com. No. Well, she did suggest this website. So, yeah, kind of. Which, oh, real quick, before we get to this, what, what, 
<laughs> Just stop there. Don't even. Oh, uh, here we go. Here we go. What is a vampire's favorite fruit? What? A nectarine. I was going to say a blood orange. Uh, both, really. Okay. I mean, they need vitamin C. That's For crypt. <laughs> All right, let's play this. Your we... phonology as a person. Oh, thanks, man. Gosh. This time of year always brings out the best in Donnie. Oh, also, <laughs> speaking of the being out the breast and best. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> being out the breast and best in you. Crazy. <laughs> gentlemen, it's uh, covering up your old chest with a t-shirt. You. This is the last day to get the halfway okay castle of blood. Till the end of this week? Okay, let's give until Friday or Saturday or something. Okay. What tis, is that date even? Tis the season. Uh, November 3rd? Second? Second, second is Friday, right? We'll give the it to third. the third. November 3rd. We'll give it to you. Wait till the third in yeah. mockery of the Holy Trinity. Thank you. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> Makes the most sense. So cover up that bod because you need to do it. And why not do it and support your friends here at Hoch. Uh, it, the Castle Blood shirt, if you're not familiar with it, is very sexy. Google it. Okay. Let's Google it. Get online. <laughs> Let's play this story real quick. Open up Internet Explorer. Yeah. Don't be distracted by your homepage, phonology.com. <laughs> I never am. Go to Lyco search engine. Yes. And check out Halfway Okay Castle of Blood T. It should come up. It probably won't, but I don't I have not I don't know how to optimize uh my searchability. Go to halfwayok.com backslash spiderweb store. No, it's not called that. Okay, let's play this spooky story. Today. Hey, guys. Happy Halloween. I'm calling to tell you about the time that I saw the Loveland Lizard, or as you guys know, the Loveland Frog. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was out on my porch one night, decorating or doing something and I felt like something was watching me from behind so I went to my back bedroom to look through the window to see if there was anything back there and when I looked through the window there was a about five foot tall leathery black being staring at me so it was just I Danny Masterson ugh <laughs> 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 Kind of like everything was okay and kind of let it go. Well, about a week later, I went to take my trash wait, out. Wait, my wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> you can't just glaze, gloss over that. Like, and just like, oh, well, that's fine. Let's, it's let's just a monster at the backyard. You didn't even go look for tracks? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess you could, huh? Or droppings? Or anything. Backyard, and I saw it again. So I Googled black, leathery, cryptid. And the Loveland Lizard popped up. Um, yeah, so I guess it's not really too spooky of a story, but... It's pretty spooky. Yeah, that's pretty my spooky. story. I just don't understand your reaction to it. it. <laughs> yeah, that's deeply upsetting. I had not listened to this beforehand. I just knew it was about the Loveland Frog. Uh, uh, did you know ugh. my parents, uh, they believe one saw the Zodiac Killer? Really? He was in their backyard. Yeah. And then they were like, well, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, that makes sense. If you see something crazy, like the... the, the... Maybe it's shocker. That's... Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Well, I mean, and what are you going to do? Like, run out there with a flashlight and like, I, at night? Yeah. You're out of your gourd. Why? Because you could have died. So could it. 
and then I would have had a corpse that I could sell for two thousand dollars. <laughs> Unlike these fifty dollar corpses you've been dealing with lately. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, or Carly's husband. Yeah, I don't know if you if you're friends with her on Facebook. She, she shared some photos. Of oh like yeah, her husband's like his knee is dying or something, mm-hmm. and they like put this gigantic shot directly into his yeah. fucking knee. Is this violating HIPAA? I was talking about this. I'm not a doctor. Neither am I. Sean's telephone went off again. Uh, <laughs> it's not, well, that wasn't, okay. Um, I would, I don't, is, are you still at that house though, Carly? If you are, I would like get some, uh, some like trail cams. Uh, how long, I wonder how long ago was this? I wonder why it would be there. Like, why would it be just standing there. I, I Not that know. we know a lot about the behavior of right. Robin, but <laughs> it's just, uh, well, it depends, I guess, curious. where our house is. Yeah, I think of all the cryptid, not 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 just because of Ohio pride, but a frogman, so much cooler than any other cryptid, as far as I'm concerned, because that's really neat. I like well, that it's slimy. I can relate to that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I will always take a dogman or a goatman over oh, a frogman. There's goatman. Yeah. Who was goatman? Huh? Who's goat? There was a, uh, there was a goat man in Virginia, and I believe Kentucky had one. I didn't, even, I didn't even know about that, really. Huh? Why well, need to get on this Brohio and start listening to them because they talk about all this stuff? You hear about this Brohio? I will talk about it later. <laughs> What's Brohio? It's some podcast that is about as many episodes as us has so many more listeners and reviews on iTunes, and it bothers me so much. Yeah. <laughs> But they seem nice. Uh, I So we'll see what happens. Well, sounds like our, our newest feud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll start it up. No, they do seem nice. Uh, okay. Um, so. Uh, so you want. What? You said you wanted to hear some music to get you in the mood for the season. D- okay. I well, sure do. I mean, we just kind of <laughs> were brought into the, like the classic Halloween song. It's kind of what played us in. But if you have something else, I'm, I'm open. Did someone say they wanted to listen to some music to okay. get us spirit? Uh, you know, oh, Danny, boy, my ears are uh, full, full of shit. I want to listen to some music <laughs> to get me to that Halloween spear. Well, see, holidays aren't just about fun and parties. There's okay. also religious significance in them. Okay, even old Halloween? Mm-hmm, especially Halloween. It's the only huh. true holiday. So why don't you go back to that uh, little email? Oh, okay. I'll just use my hand here. And my Halloween gift for all of you this year is including the- Thomas Lightning Bolt into your life. <laughs> okay. So why don't you just go ahead and start that first video? Let's roll this. Beautiful bean. Beautiful. Video. <laughs> so Will music start in at some yeah. point? Okay. Okay, so we are met with... It says lightning. Wow. Okay. Hold on. This is really going quick. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Well, hold a lot on. To get through. There's a lot. Okay. Hold on. Jesus. This is like a, a 12 minute video. It says. Okay. <sighs> There's like a Celtic knot. Yeah. Border. It's like a frame around it. <laughs> it. Doesn't need to be there. And then it has. It's a video. Yeah. <laughs> and then it has. It have a frame. It says lightning people productions, and it has some weird, dumb looking galaxy Earth with. Steelers colors around it, huh? See, football. They're I just, pay attention. Just the mustard yellow. Well, then red and black and white. Isn't that the the Pittsburgh they're Steelers? They're just black and mustard. Oh. Uh, and then there's lightning bolts, but then space. I don't know. This It's not good looking. And then it says, so it, it says that for like, like 0.5 seconds. It says that. Lightning People Productions. And then it goes into presents Son of a Witch. 
This song is called Son of a Witch. Now, here, let me let me preface this a little bit. Okay. Thomas Lightningbolt might be like a little bit of a man out of his time. Okay. <laughs> and there's okay. definitely elements in here that can be kind of funny. Honda element. Because he's doing this all of himself. All the music and all the video production and everything. But Thomas Lightningbolt is the fuck is fucking amazing. Hmm. Let's I'll be the judge. We should of that. all love Thomas Lightningbolt. We'll see. So and then it's then it has okay, and then it made him go on the screen for a second. And this is by Lightning Bolt Ch- Chichakos. I don't know what that means. Okay, this is boring already. Com- complex. So, what are you talking about? There's been lightning. Oh shit. Okay, there's a there's a scroll of text here. Let's read it. I'll do it in a voice. Here, hold on, hold on. Stop. Okay. The way we're gonna do this <laughs> is you're not gonna pause it. You're just going to try to keep up and read it as it goes through. Well, can I start from the beginning? Yeah. All right. Because otherwise we'll be here all night. A a will-o'-the-wisp of medieval Latin. Foolish fire is a ghostly light seen by travelers at night, especially over bogs, swamps, and marshes. Resembles a flickering lamp that is said to recede. Approaching of a drawing travelers in the safe pants. Uh, This is going too quick. European folklore. The phenomenon is known as a variety of names, including jack-o'-lantern, Hobby Lobby, and and (laughs) Lamarian, mischievous spirit, the dead, and other supernatural beings of spirits, such as fairies, attempting to lead travelers astray from their Wikipedia. Some say the night of the will-o'-wisp was King Elf, and you can find the sanctuary you find the king where I come from and the king and the children buried meaning the majority of the graveyards inhabits under the earth 10 age 10 buried under crying in the dusk of the twilight and the march of the summer night and the journey through the spirit world and the ghost town and the forest among the graves of the ferns and the timbers and the emerald red mosses and the decay of the dead the death turns into vibrant life where the children are laid and rest of the friend and the other have found the sanctuary of the dwelling and the king of the will-o'-wisps lightning bolt elf tree Fuck yeah, dude. You know what some say that will the Willowists lead to your fate, Queen Eleanor. <laughs> Holy shit. The Reverend of Rock, it says. And there's a man under a tree or post. Thomas Lightning Bolt. Oh dear. Okay. Wow. Okay, the, okay. <laughs> this man is on a green screen. In a cloak. <laughs> oh my god. And he's just being spooky as shit. I can't describe this very well. Oh my god, there's an electric guitar man! Same man. Thomas Lightning Bolt does all the music. He does everything? Wow. Yeah. <sighs> oh, he just went like Phantom of the Opera for a minute. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> this guy rolls. He does. Oh. Oh, throwing oh. shade on the wicked witch. Margaret Hamilton is so upset. Rolling in her grave. I don't have a lot to comment on just because I want to listen to it. It's so good. Wow. So he is so sharp. Harry Potter, he mentioned. <laughs> okay, the thing is... Yeah. <laughs> I want to learn how to do that dance, whatever that cloak dance is. He, That's pretty good. He talks about the dance in the description of this the video. Thing? Oh, does he? Yeah. Should we read about that? Sure. I want to know. Do you want to pause it? 
Okay, let's read. Let's let's get a little more background information. Firstly, the music doesn't sound like it's a real guitar. It sounds like fucking synthesized like SNES guitar. It's definitely a real guitar. I think some of like the the mastering or something is different. That's why it sounds a little quiet. Sounds yeah. bad. Uh, fucking lightning bolt shreds. Sure. Uh, this is this was published yeah. in two, uh, 2012, Okay. So, uh, uh, so I don't know what you need to do with that. 414 views. Where do you find these goods? Uh, zero likes, zero dislikes. I will like it. Um, I'm very shocked that this doesn't have more views. This is impressed. Uh, one com. And a lot of his videos, the comments are disabled, which makes me think a bunch of people are being huge oh, fucking dicks to him. That seems. Which is stupid because he's a son of a witch. Oh, my God. This is way too long. Yeah, he can be a little long winded. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! There's a part though where he talks about like the dance he's doing. In the uh, these complex dance steps are what has created the illusion of floating in the fog, and thus uh, believe I have taken. These are very. This is this is very small type. Basically, he's just some metal guy who's dancing in an old crypt. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is like I love Thomas Lightning Bolt, mm-hmm. and he is very talented musically, but he's just fucking dancing around like a banshee in fog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like it. <laughs> it looks cool. <laughs> Is there? Should we finish this this twelve minute song out? We we can listen to a little bit more if you want. But if you want to move ahead, we can play my favorite Thomas Lightning Bolt song. I would like to do that because okay. we. I think we, we. I think we pretty much got we the have vibe a good feel there. for him. Yeah, that's that seems. This is more recent. Yeah, and like his his vocals have gotten a lot better. Well, let's give it a taste, shall we? Okay, we are. This is okay. So this one's called "Where the Valkyries Still Fly." In parentheses, rock video. Uh, this is a sweet uh, apartment <laughs> or house. Uh, it's an apartment. Uh, Lightning People Productions presents, and there's some pan flute and some candles and a. a you want to hear a motherfucker rock out on pan flute? <laughs> I'm excited. You are in luck. There's two guitars uh, that are aren't. They're on the wall along with a dream catcher and then a pentagram, but everything's not lined up right. Like the, everything's not centered. So it's like the guitar on the left the is way too. Eh, it's, it seems, well, if, if it's enough to start his video on. Well, how do you, maybe that's where the posts are in the wall. You don't right. want to hang a fucking guitar just from the drywall. What do I know? Okay. Lightning people productions presents some cool atmospheric wind effects here is in some incense burning. Where the Valkyries Still Fly, it's called, with an exclamation point. Yeah, it's an exclamation point. Okay, it's got a neat little Viking thing here. So it's for the people of the North, which is me. Oh, the Reverend of Rock is, okay, <laughs> sweet. He's the Reverend of Rock. Yes, yes. So this is, we got some Thor's hammer insignia-looking things in the upper left and right corners. And some runes. Some other runes, and it says, uh, and then he is on an <laughs> old mossy rock. Uh, you could be hiding in there, Aaron, with your uh-huh. moss suit. Oh, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Uh, and he is in the cloak, and he has a sweet sword. He is a sword. <laughs> he means business. Oh, shit! Now we've got a, a tidal wave and an, an anime eye. <laughs> and a cool raven bird. Sweet. This is my new favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like him in snow, and there's flashes of wolves. Is that just footage from like the Vikings program? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's uh, 
clips of other things as well in this. <laughs> okay, you legit have Thor from the Marvel movies now. <laughs> oh my god, this is hilarious. It's a good fucking song, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I drive in traffic on, on the highway to this, for sure. I have Odin looks remarkably normal. Yeah. Okay, now it's just like deviant art images of Yadrsel. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> he has a staff and a cloak. Wait this till he gets the on best. the fucking pan flute. No shirt now. It's cool. He's shredded No shirt, but a necklace. More Thor Ragnarok footage. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> okay, nice. It's still image of him with his guitar just Sword zipped by the screen. With I, the, like, I he's can't. Flying. <laughs> and now him making his spooky no uh, hand motions is... Uh, it's, this is bizarre. Just letting you know he's still a son of a witch. I don't know how good an audio this is for people to listen to, but it is... Uh, it's quite a feat to watch. God, this is a seven-minute song. Let's find where the pan flutes are. Just let it go a little bit. Jesus Christ. Cover it up. Now it's just... There's some, there's Freddie Mercury there's and so the guy from Pantera. A lot of metal, yeah. He's <laughs> so much different stuff. Dio! I'm into Dio. That's great. I was going to say, this reminds me a little bit of Dio. Of, of what? Dio. Oh, D. Ronnie yes. James Dio. King Diamond. And definitely King Diamond, a thousand percent. I have King Diamond sweatpants. <laughs> it's very derivative. <laughs> Whoa! There we go. Okay, now he's in the woods with his pan flute in his garb. I love that statue. That was cool. It was a statue that just popped just up with. CG <laughs> statue of pan. <laughs> Will you give me a pamphlet for Christmas? Yes, absolutely. Right. Okay, are we done? Hey, I don't like much, it. Hold on, how much time do we have left? Uh, three and a half minutes left. We'll be done in three and a half minutes. Okay. Oh, you can you can move on if you want. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. I just <laughs> I need a minute. That was a lot of imagery. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a bit of an Ooh. overload. I'm overheated. <laughs> um, he has some political songs too. And I and I'm pretty. Here's the problem though with these fucking people that are super into Vikings. I'm pretty sure I know where his political leanings lead. I'm pretty sure he's a white nationalist. I don't like him. Uh, uh, he's like half Indian. Okay, yeah, they all say that. Okay, let's go. Did you see his haircut? Here's a here's a. <laughs> yeah, I did see his haircut. It's very shaved on the sides. He's yeah, like that's like an Indian haircut. I don't know. Um, Politically, he's just like. Uh, we got to get into his politics. Go, go back to oh, Thomas Lightning Bolt. Good Lord. Is he American? Does he live in America? Yeah, I think he lives in the South. Well, you can't tell. 
That's All Parker right. and Grant. <laughs> what are Parker and Grant's political opinions? Fucking, they're probably fucking shoving pubes on their throats. I hate them. Oh, oh, we why? love Parker and Grant. Yeah. Oh no, they're cool. I don't. I don't I hate everybody anymore. Uh, oh, cool South Park stuff. Yeah, what do we watch? That's the one. Is that the one? Yeah. Cool man. Lightning People Productions. This is bad. Bad art. This one's called "When the Cat's Away." Rock video, and this is oh, so this is this is a political thing, but it's a rock video still. Yeah, he's spreading words too. Okay, there's a Garfield, <laughs> there's a Garfield comic. <laughs> and I'm not reading that. I'm not. I'm, I'm not doing. You that. need to, to understand it? the song. I don't. Do okay. Oh my god. It's about how Garfield. Wow. Okay, I'm moving along. Follow the white rabbit. And there's more pan flute. Yes. How is this about politics? You're skipping ahead too much. <laughs> okay. We're done with him. I was kicking with a friend smoking a bowl. Oh. And then reach over it and grab the remote control. He's already singing. Oh. What is he saying? This is not clear. Seems pretty clear to me. What? When the cat's away, the mice will play. So he just doesn't like the government. Neat take. I don't like him. You're not listening to it enough. He's probably a racist. Okay. Um, <laughs> Why? Why is he a racist? I don't know, man. People like Vikings. It just, just, just wigs me out. Uh, almost someone would say, I'm racist against Vikings. Um, Vikings rule. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Why don't you like Vikings? Because they, were, uh, they had respect for women. Did they? Mm-hmm. Who knows? They raped and pillaged. That doesn't sound very respectful. Everyone is raped and pillaged. Those big horned helmets. Um, I do, however, have respect. They do not have horns. What are you talking about? I do have respect for some spooky stories. Anybody? No, you, no, you ruined this with politics. What, what do you mean? I didn't ruin nothing. You said there's a voicemail? Everyone early vote. Okay. Uh, this is one. I just titled it Condo Murder. I don't know what it's about. <laughs> Oh, it's about a boat. Okay. <laughs> I have a question for Danny, because I know he's kind of like the Jed and Jermaine Warren of the Halfway Okay podcast. Wait, is what? It pop- I don't know, Is he trying man. to say Ed and Lorraine? I don't know what he said. D- did he say- He said Jed and Jer- Jermaine? I think he's also a racist, this guy. <laughs> Whenever something doesn't make sense, it's racist. Yeah. Is that yeah. your stance? Yeah. Okay. If something doesn't All make right. sense to Sean, art is cool, like Vikings. <laughs> yeah. That's not booble bobble. <laughs> That's Sean's thought process. That's yeah. That all makes. I just wish everybody could have seen Dick's face. I like Dig Dug. <laughs> okay, can we just Dig Dug? Dig Dug is racist. Okay. Please start over. Because I live in a condo where an old man died. Is it possible for a condo? And it was sold to me. Like I had to sign a paper saying, like, yes, I understand. Somebody died in this condo, and. There's like a, a stain on the floor downstairs where he died that I covered up, but it's, it's there. That's a question. Is it possible? Someone just chiming in in the background. Rude. I think it's his kid. Okay. For a condo to be haunted, 
because he's old. He wasn't like he was murdered or died in duress or anything. He was an old man. He smoked a lot. Why wouldn't it be able to be haunted? It could be haunted. And if so, what are the logistics of that if it shares, like, a physical building with other units? Is it only the one condo that will be haunted? Or would all of the additional units also host a, uh, a, a, a spiritual entity of some kind? I think it would depend. If, if it was, is he saying the dude who lived in his condo before him died there? I think he was asking about going to a new condo, mm-hmm. the the room or whatever he wanted to rent. Right. Yeah. A man died in there. Right. But he's saying even if you went to the next room or like the one three doors down the hall, up and down in the railroad, it would that still be haunted by proxy? It depends. Like I think it, it, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, well, if it's like a like what a residual haunting where, you know, like the ghost goes and does the same things it did in life. I mean, if they went to those other places, maybe. Right. I would think up. it would only be like where the ghost would hang out. Well, right. for all we know, the, the old man lived in an old man house that was later turned into like condos or torn down uh, and other stuff was built there. Yeah, that could be. Huh. So it could yeah, just be the land. A condo has no, I don't believe, has any restriction on the spirit realm. But also, uh, ghosts are not real, so you're fine. Okay. And ghosts are racist. Um, okay. <laughs> they wear their <laughs> We have another one here. This one's, uh, I don't remember it. Happy Halloween. Hi, Halfway Okay. This is Matt, not a dingus. <laughs> Matt uh, Dingus. I'm in- <laughs> What's up, ding? Big pop. Fine. <laughs> at the scrapyard, so I only have a moment. Um, I wanted to call and leave a, a spooky message. Congo is about... Um, two gorillas and they're driving <laughs> through the scrapyard. I'm sorry, I'm at the scrapyard. I didn't mean to say that. The jungle. <laughs> and um, I think they get in a car accident and they see a house. <laughs> and then Meatloaf is there. Oh. Um, there's a tall, almost naked man. Is Meatloaf in Congo? Honest, I don't know. Apparently. Uh- is he? I don't think so. Well, I, Matt, I think you're describing an episode of House MD. The food or the man? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair. Maybe maybe, maybe he says it. It sounded like rap. with a capital letter. Oh, okay. That's how he said it. He's saying with respect. Um, happy Halloween, and I wish you the best. Oh. And stop eating my sesame cake. I don't know what that means. That's oh, a, the, from, from the Kongo. show. Yeah. All right, thanks, Matt. I hope you have all the cold pops you want all night on Halloween. <laughs> We, wait, 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 should I have a couple more? Or sure. do you want to... Is there, we have to listen to more music. Let's hear. Okay. Let's hear your racist voice. I want to be spooked. Oh, oh yeah. Well, so far. what? So what? Do so get, far. We're at two. Oh, my God. Well... Did you guys have any spooky stories you wanted to tell? I have nothing. No? I... I, nothing. No. What? What? Nothing scary anymore huh. except for the state of America. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. Snake! Oh, my God. Well, the cat's away. The mouse fell I can't do falsetto. Well, you can't tell. Okay, here's... You know oh what? Oh, my. What? So rude. What do you want? On this day of all days. Are you being racist? The okay. birthday of my soul. <laughs> here's, a, here's, a, here's a pretty good one. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Did I, you title it? It's just titled A Pretty Good One. <laughs> It's pretty good. Ready? It's called Worm Cottage. (gasps) I like it already. Um, this is called the Goblin Story. Oh, sorry. It's called the Goblin Story. 
I apologize. How stupid of me. Okay. Once a time, there was a cot, cot, um, cottage, and there lived one worm. Aww. And there was a witch to make a worm into something what it was. Then she think of a, a witch, another witch. But she did not want it, and she just wanted a zombie. And, and that was she wanted. And Daddy just went in the house, and he said, and Clara said it too. Ah! Who said it? And that's Clara? all. Clara? That is Clara. Is that the yes. worm? That is Clara. No, no that's that, the child. Clara is. There's another one from Clara too. Yeah. yeah let's, let's. You don't remember Clara? It's pretty scary. Is that the kids at home? Yeah. 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 Okay. Her She's story, growing up with Halfway Okay, which her, is the her worst. Her stories end She's with the strength cool. of like a Stephen King novel. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know there is a witch and my dad said something. <laughs> She's very young. Okay. She's doing good so far. Once upon a um, hi, Sean and Dan. <laughs> this is Clara. Hi, Clara. I like how she even says Clara almost like a ghost. Yeah. Clara. Spooky. Okay. I guess I should have started with this one. <laughs> Next year, I'll number these. Um, once upon a time, there was free cows. Free cows or freak Cows. I think, I think it was a said, free couch. Oh. I thought you said three cows. It was three cows. Okay, good. <laughs> lived on a farm. And one farmer. That other day, there was two farmers. At, at the second day, there were three farmers. Oh, my God. They're multiplying. And on the second day, it had one. What? <laughs> what? And... <laughs> So two farmers died. Dad. Yes, I think so. Well, I don't know. They well, went to the hold farm. On. <laughs> if I was a farmer and then all of a sudden just another fucking <laughs> farmer showed up at my house, it was like, I work here too. Well. I'd probably bury be him out in the prairie. But who knows? No, well, I would bury him out. <laughs> well, who, maybe this happened. Who, who knows where the cows come in on this? I, who, I mean, let's. Yeah, let's, I'm suspicious of those cows. Is this a prequel to Worm Cottage? The <laughs> goblin story? <with> no goblins? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Huh. Well, maybe it's a goblin telling the story. That there was sense. two witches and a zombie and her dad. And yeah. her. Ah. Work. Ah. <laughs> and he saw the rest of the farmers. And and they were swimming in the pool with their clothes on. What? What? And no. there was poison ivy there. She never... <gasps> Put some things on her, him. Then Clara went there. That's, and she don't know where her daddy was. Oh, 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 found him. oh good, she found they him. Got and dead, buried with the other farmers. Swimming in the swimming pool, and he there was a stinky sock on him. <laughs> <laughs> and there was glasses on, a dirty glasses on him. Yeah. And there was shimmer and shine there. 
I love that story that I made up, and I love it, love it, love it. And there's two blankets talking in the backyard. That's the most unsettling part. I was about to say that, that, Clara, that wasn't some of your best work, but... (laughs) The blanket. You, you saved it with the blankets. <laughs> I don't know. I was really scared of the poison ivy part because I'm really allergic to poison That's ivy. That's why you swim with your clothes on. Yeah. Like her dad does with farmers. And she couldn't find her dad, but then she found him. That was like that. that was very upsetting. <laughs> I like that. That was a really good job. I was spooked. Yeah. My God. Oh. Two blankets. That's ugh. she doesn't actually listen to this though. Like her no. parents don't let her write. Of course. She's who's, who's, the, who's whose spawn is this? This is uh, Egon's. Egon's. Okay. Little baby. Good job, uh, Oregon. Here's a here's a good old juicer from our our pal. What? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> here's a creamy juice. Hold on. Ah. What? what do you want? At least wait one more voicemail before saying that stuff after a kid just called in. <laughs> oh, that's fair. I'll be on the way. Ain't shit, world. Did you? Did you? Did you mind? Okay. Let's, let's play a little Digimon to cl- cleanse the palate. You know, you're right. I'm sorry. Happy Halloween. It's the DigiWorld. Digimasters here. Digging it up. All right, let's hear some We got some Lugland Farms. Uh, got a crazy time calibers of shit okay let's <laughs> let's do this one up this one's from cat with glasses Yay. classic friend of the show formerly known as a halloween enemy of the show yes so she's making some progress well that thank god she's dressed like a robber it's your face traveling friend wait no that's a different one hold on i don't know i i don't even know where that we have one a space character from. now i don't know <laughs> scared spooked yeah Here's one. Hey guys, it's me, Cat with the Glasses. I've got a spooky Halloween story for you. I'm going to tell you the story of the Denver Spider-Man. Um, this was the name that was given to Theodore Edward Coney's. Um, he was Amer- an American drifter who committed a murder in 1941 and subsequently occupied the attic of the victim's house for nine months. Like Spider-Man does. Uh, that's unsettling. Um, so the story goes, in September 1941, a 59-year-old Theodore Coney's intended to ask a former acquaintance, Philip Peters, for a handout at his home in Denver, Colorado. Um, Coney's broke into Peters' house um, when he wasn't there to steal food and money. Um, in the ceiling of the closet, Coney's found a small trap door that led to a narrow attic cubbyhole and decided to occupy the small space without Peter's knowledge. Coney's lived in the house undiscovered for about five weeks. On October 17, 1941, Peter's discovered Coney's at the refrigerator. Um, I think it was like the middle of the night when this happened. So he was living in the attic. I think he was hungry for a snack, um, snuck out and tried to get a snack from the refrigerator. Peters struck at Coney's with a cane that he carried, but Coney's clubbed him with an old pistol that he found in the house. After the gun broke apart, Coney's continued... Wow, how hard do you have to hit someone with a pistol for it to explode? She said it was an old broken gun. Oh. 
need the battery with a heavy iron. It didn't like explode. I think it just like fell apart. Oh, I I think the guns are just like TNTs. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of already think that. Yeah. And bludgeoned the 73-year-old Peters to death. Coney's then returned to the attic cubbyhole. Um, So Peter's body was discovered later the same day after a neighbor was concerned um, from not hearing from him. The police found all the home's doors and windows locked. There was no sign of forced entry. They noted the trap door, but they believed that a normal-sized person couldn't fit through it. Um, Peter's wife, who had been in the hospital... She's crying. Cat's crying. Because she realized she didn't dress up as something scary. (laughs) Um, arrived home and lived in the house with a housekeeper. Both women would often hear strange sounds in the house. The housekeeper resigned after becoming convinced that the house was haunted and she didn't want to live there anymore. Um, sorry. So, so, okay. So then someone else lived in the house and then kept on hearing strange noises. Uh She was afraid it was haunted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Coney's remained in the vacant house with the occasional signs of his occupation written off as either an apparition or local pranksters. Uh, The police continued to make... Goddamn ghosts eating off potato chips again. (laughs) One of them heard a lock click on the second floor. Running upstairs, the police caught the sight of Coney's legs as he was going through the trap door and pulled him down. He was taken into police custody and confessed to the crime. Um, local newspapers dubbed him the Denver Spider-Man of Moncrief Place after police detective Fred Zarno remarked, a man would have to be a spider to stand it long up there. Um, Coney's was tried and convicted and sentenced to life imprisonment at the Colorado State Penitentiary in Cannon City, Colorado. Um, so, yeah, that's my scary story. Um, I'm sorry if I... Did not retell that the best way. I'm just reading off Wikipedia. But you can't tell. It's super interesting. Well, you read better um, than Sean. This guy just lived a, in a super small crawl space in an attic for Ugh. like nine months, a long time. Uh, killed somebody. Continued to live in a house. Um, that's super creepy. Um, happy Halloween. Bye. Happy Halloween, cat. Happy Halloween. That is gross. Did you ever watch that video of like it was like a lady in the crawl space? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? I think that was. I think that was fake. I believe that was staged. I could be wrong. I I I thought it was too, but then I looked into it and apparently it wasn't. Uh, What news source? I don't know. Your old MSNBC. We go to. There was actually. uh, I want to say, if not New England, that area, it was somewhere on the East Coast. There's like a famous axe murdering which they believe the person was living in their attic for weeks up until they Ugh. killed everyone with an axe and then took off that is that is so deeply upsetting yeah no, no, in here's, a... here's the thing Ugh. if you were going to murder a household with with an axe yeah i feel like it's your duty to hide in there for a minimum of two or three weeks to get to know them a little bit you have to you should come face to face with who you're axe murdering Instead of just busting in and killing everyone. Because then, you know, you can assume, oh, these people are fucking jerks. Who cares if I axe murder them? But if you, it's basically like, uh, like the Jane Goodall of slashers. (laughs) 
it's like going in and living amongst. Yeah. Well, I guess no. I guess because Jane Goodall didn't kill the trying gorillas. To do good. No, yeah. she was. She, yeah. It's very close. Yes. If your job. What was the fuck killer. is Congo about? <laughs> but no, yeah, I think if you're gonna kill someone, you should hide in their house for weeks. Huh. I just, I get, just don't kill. How about just don't? I don't kill? know. Isn't like murdering somebody with a sharp object intimate enough? Do you really need to <laughs> to hang out in their attic? Not all axes are that sharp. That's just, uh... <laughs> Some could be bludgeoned to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Well, well, like like a wedge. Yeah. Typically more axe shape, yeah. but it's more of a blunt I'll, splitting thing. I'll take the wedges I got in, high, in, in junior high <sighs> things. Those are a lot less damaging. Hello, okay, folks. or like a, a mall. Typically oh. more blunt. Yeah, I like to go to the mall like I used to go in junior high. I like to go to Suncoast and get wedges. Oh, my wedges. God, Suncoast. Give me a Am I... Um, I keep calling, what's, this is random and not important at all, but I'm going to say it. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what the show I keep is. calling, what's the record store in the Oregon district? Uh, the Omega, C- Omega CD Town. Omega, yeah, Omega Records. I keep yes. calling it Gem, Gem City Records because I'm old as I'm what it used to be? <laughs> I guess it used to be, right? Because yep, I'm And old. then Gem City Records reformed as a podcast. <laughs> they put all their vinyls on on the airwaves of the internet. Everybody makes fun of me because all my friends are younger than me. Well, hey, Except you know, <laughs> I still call it uh, the old Rendon factory where they used to rend. Uh, and he blood. still calls certain uh, certain demographics of people things oh, you wouldn't want no, to repeat no, on no, the air. No, I do not. I am so unracist, everybody. Um, so what? Okay, you bit, you did bring a weird baby suitcase, Danny. What is it about? We'll get to that and our guests later on. Later on, this is already like we're already an hour more into this episode. Way more than an hour. Yeah, it's hour. gonna be a long one. I can't do it any more long. Okay, all right. When are we doing it? Can we do it now? This is... <laughs> we can talk about it a little bit, and then we'll get to the break, and then I can open it up. Talk about what? Talk about the box. It's a case, actually. What is inside of the case, sir? Things. Well, you're giving me a case of the EBGBs with it. What so if the it's only just thing. Empty? Well, here's the thing. So full disclosure. So Danny, little Dan, uh, messaged me on in Facebook and said, "Hey, can I make sure I have an outlet, electrical style outlet S- near me?" Request. And I said, "Okay." And uh, so then you bring a case. So I'm assuming there's some sort of something in it. Correct. What is it? Well, uh, can you just set it up on the break? Is that why you're yeah, saying this? That's what I'm gonna do on the break. Okay. Well, let's you tell you what. Let's have another spooker, and then we can set this thing up. You have your toy. Well, let's hear another voicemail, and then we'll talk a little bit about it for the break. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna tease a little. You know, let's get back to the one from Viv that I so rudely stopped. You know, because I didn't follow the right. This is about goddamn Dr. Pepper. It might be. Okay. Let's go. This is a spooky story. It's three minutes. Hey, God. this is Vivian, self-proclaimed friend of the show. Self-proclaimed. You are officially a proclaimed friend of the show, little Viv. Well, we'll we'll, we'll say after this voicemail. That's fair. Still have a cold? That last call was a joke. But now I have a real scary story. Okay. And I, I didn't write it. I'm making it up now. Our it's guards are down. <laughs> tippy teardrop. <laughs> Oh, let's back okay. up. I think we cut her off. Now I have a real scary story. I snorting, Dr. And I, I didn't write it. I'm making it up now. It's called The Curse of Tippy Teardrop. 
Okay. Sounds terrifying. It's already I mean, <laughs> laughs, laughs of terror. Sorry, the phone rang and it made me kind of laugh. Okay. <laughs> so there was one night where Tippy teardrop pre Hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> What's not to follow? I don't understand. <laughs> what? We've always been like very self-conscious about this show, yeah. And like a couple of people like them, so we're like, "Oh, they find us funny." Mm-hmm. But apparently, one of those people, a phone ringing is enough, yeah, for a comedy. It's funny. Well, if she's on the like, if it's at her ear, it's hilarious. <laughs> you know, I, you ever hear some wait, of these rings? Wait, have you ever heard somebody laugh after they get scared? I think that's probably yeah. what happened. Like yeah. the phone probably made her jump, and then she was okay. like, "Hey, sure." So this is a scary story already. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh my god. What's your favorite movie, Scream? No, remember? <laughs> gold light gold light switch covers in that movie. Looking at you with this hood up and no beard. It's so cold down here. I have a little hoodster, and I put a little hood up. Do you want to switch? I, no, I'll be all right. Is that a San Francisco Giants hoodie? Yep. Nope. It's a giant bomb hoodie. Giant bomb, Same my thing. favorite podcast. Okay. Oh, those bombs are cool. Yeah. This is my favorite podcast. Ah, uh, not mine. Which one? Giant Bomb? <laughs> this this is a, one. Halfway okay. This is a distant 24th of my favorite podcasts. That's somewhere. We're only t- 31 seconds in. So okay. We've got a long way to go. The Curse of Tiffy. <laughs> They're still thinking about that phone. <laughs> it's such a funny phone. Cream boy took a teardrop, went to his kitchen to make himself a bologna sandwich. With some hot dogs and pepper. God damn it. Eventually, when he opened up the fridge, there was a creature inside. Oh, it was the creature to the left of the baking soda by the bacon behind the orange juice. And it was not good. It was a bunch of food mixed together in amalgamate. Maybe it was some type of old head cheese that it came to life. You know why people don't eat head cheese? Because it comes to life. No. And if you put it too close to baking do soda, don't, don't feed it after midnight. Well... Anyway, this creature to the left of the baking soda, to the 11th, came out and, and started to jump at Tippy Teardrop. And Tippy Teardrop got scared, and he said, what am I going to do? I have to call Daddy Fastball. He called Daddy Fastball. Daddy Fastball? Fastball. And Daddy Fastball came Does not have my number. And, 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 and Teardrop says, hello, I'm Creepy Boy Teardrop. Look at me. What am I going to do? And he <laughs> says, hi, it is I. I'm Daddy Fastball. I'm here to help you. And Daddy Fastball took out his fast paw, and he slashed at the at, at the creature to the baking soda. And the creature to the baking soda fell to the floor. It split into two different creatures. Oh it was moldy. It was gyrating. It looked almost like gelatin, except hairy. And it started crawling around the room, getting all the So it has, like, back. the D&D slime rolls where it'll split in the smaller one. How yeah, did, of course. How did you get over to where he was so far? I'm assuming I live there, but he still has to call me and tell me who you he is. You live in the cabinet. <laughs> yeah, these millennials are so lazy anymore. I'm in the attic waiting to kill Teardrop. It's <laughs> fair. Dawn Green wasn't happy about this. He came inside and said, why is my floor so messy? Oh, okay. apparently it's my floor. Because <laughs> Sean Green came in and now I'm bitching about the floor. That seems, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> And Cream Boy Tippy Teardrop said, Well, it's because the creature to the baking soda to the left of the thing is on the floor moving. And, and the creature kept moving and it made a noise that sounded like. And it wouldn't stop. But, but what, what, what would happen? Well, they had to call Erin Ryan, the Scream Queen. It's me. And it's me, guys. She came and said, Hi, it is me. I am Erin. What do you want me to do? 
and people <laughs> should be something. as manifest with a strong green offset at the same time. Get rid of the thing. Get rid of the thing. Get rid of the thing. And she said, how do I do that? And all of a sudden, hot Dr. Pepper got, came out of nowhere. And, 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 Hopefully and, murdered uh, us all. Uncle Lou knocked the hot Dr. Pepper over, and it fell on top of the creature to the baking soda. And, the, and then after it fell on the hot Dr. Pepper, fell on, on the creature to the baking soda. Is she like running soda, down the street, <laughs> leaving this voicemail? I think she's telling the world. Died. And that's the end of the story. The moral is never eat crust toothpaste. Bye! Okay. Here's my. Here's what I think is going on. Yeah. Vivian? Mm-hmm. I know you've been very ill. Please stop taking Sudafed. No. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. That makes on. sense. Please, please stop. That's true. <laughs> Although, thank you for including me. <laughs> <laughs> she got everyone's catchphrases right. Got, yeah. It is I. It is me. It is What's me. on this on the floor? <laughs> so that's that's good. <laughs> you just fall in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I, there's so many. I, I kind of just want to get, I want to have some more. Is it okay to have a little bit more fun before we go inside of the suitcase together? Are we going to go in there together? Yeah, I will. It's not a fucking suitcase. It's the Narnia of, of cases. I don't, remember, small. I don't remember what this one's about. It's called Philip Grandmother. Oh, God. Oh, God. Now, let's, let's find out. We're at a one, by the way. Oh, are we? Shit. Even with the, uh, the goblin worms? Hot Dr. Pepper always brings uh, it Claire's down. Claire's story was pretty good. I know. Two blankets talking to each other. <laughs> she looks very... out back. That brought it up. The rest of these jokers <sighs> brought it back down. That's some shit that will give you nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> what about the Denver Spider-Man? That's some naked lunch nonsense. It's a cool story. <sighs> All right. Yeah, that was pretty It is a funny story, though. It's supposed to be spooky. You're weird. The fucking gun exploded when he killed the old man with it. I know. All right. This is now, now for a real spooker. Let's okay. get real. Hello, halfway okay. I'm so kidding. I hear you're looking for a spooky story. Well, check this out. <laughs> when I turned 21, I went to see a fortune teller. I wish to know where my life might lead me, what my purpose was, what was my truth. She told me that these were all questions she could not answer, but assured me that in exactly ten years, I would receive a sign that would reveal all. Needless to say, I doubted this, but I marked my calendar for exactly ten years in the future. Sure enough, while I was hunting berries ten years to the day, it happened. The fortune teller was correct. I saw the sign, and it opened up my eyes. I saw the sign. What was it? This is what he's doing song lyrics. Also, I mislabeled this one. <laughs> Unless Philip's grandmother was in Ace of Base, <laughs> Sean's favorite neo-Nazi band. No, they were, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you know what? That's enough. Oof, boy, am I chilled out from spook getting spooked, huh? You boy, if you had to ask me, I'd say this is a fucking hard ten. I can barely look at you right now. <laughs> I know. It's a, I don't it's like a it. Turgid ten. It's a turgid ten. Uh, so we're gonna take a break. We have even more spooky times here for this next time. More stuff from old Greg Nichols. 
Uh, quit looking at me and laughing. I'm gonna. I, this work's gonna be so hard tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, why did I do this just for attention? Did it yeah. fill you up, Sean? It didn't. It did nothing. <laughs> the spookiest tale of all. It did nothing. Aww. I wasted it. You're gonna walk. It, you're gonna walk life. into work, mm-hmm. and no one's gonna know who you are, and you're gonna have to be like, "What's the shit all over the floor?" <laughs> like, oh, Sean. Oh, it's Sean. <laughs> oh, Sean made his face bad. Oh. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just Ugh. slick. Just like, just okay. Bye. <laughs> Hold on. Bye. Halfway okay. We'll be right back. All across America, night and day, there are unexplained occurrences, mysterious events and trips by unsuspecting persons into the unknown. There is a thin layer that conceals other dimensions, realities, and possibilities. We all walk this path every day, all of us walking in the tall grass, unable to see the way out of the The strange strange field. Tonight's Tale of Dread once again makes a visit to the set of the Halfway Okay podcast. This time, Danny has brought with him a special object to show Sean. What they do not realize is they have now opened a doorway into madness that neither of them can close. Sean was now looking at the old tome that Danny had brought to the show. Sean knew to always question Danny's motives. He had on more than one occasion been forced to deal with the evils that lie dormant in Danny's mind. Evils that, had Sean not taken action, would have consumed the entire world in chaos. It's just a book I found. It was at a garage sale, in with a bunch of old farmer's almanacs and tractor repair manuals, Danny said, shrugging his shoulders and looking off. It was that look that gave it away. Sean knew there was something more to this book. He picked it up and began thumbing through it. His attention was immediately brought to an earmarked page. Oh, what's this? This page here that you obviously want me to see, Sean said. I have no idea what you're talking about, loser, Danny said, trying to play it cool by focusing his attention on Sean's collection of Lenny and Squiggy postcards. Just read it. I'm not reading it, Sean replied. Just read it, Danny demanded, out loud. Sean sighed and looked back down at the page. The paper was rough, old, fragile. Sean knew that Danny had a reason, some reason that only benefited him if Sean read it. Danny would not stop until Sean gave in. Sean felt a light brush against his leg. He looked down to see Uncle Lou rubbing against his pants. Uncle Lou sat down and looked up at him, his eyes fixed on Sean as if he too were waiting for the words from the page to be read aloud. Sean shrugged. Fine. I'll do it, he said. 
giving in as he always did. Danny quickly turned his attention to Sean. Uncle Lou perked up his ears. Sean flattened the book out on the desk and began to recite the words. For all mankind, release the damnation. For the reader of these words, spare your soul. For the requester and the observer, grant them power, immortal and for all time. I say these words as a request to the old gods and to the new order, the final reign of fear eternal. Sean closed the book and sat back in his chair. There, are you happy? He said as he looked back at Danny and froze in terror. Danny was smiling at him, but his eyes were now glowing red orbs, smoke rising from them and curling up and around his head. That same thing had happened to Uncle Lou. Only his tail was swishing back and forth to show his pleasure at his transformation. Danny and Uncle Lou rose into the air as the entire house began to shake. Danny laughed and exclaimed, Fools! As he rose into the air, his body becoming larger as muscles popped forth from his shirt, ripping his clothes. His skin turned red and began to blacken as his voice became a monstrous roar. I will reign eternal. The masses of humanity will bow before me and endure a millennium of madness. The house blew apart as Danny rose into the air, completely transformed into a demonic being, a large flaming sword in his hands. Sean now noticed that Uncle Lou had transformed as well into a perfect replica of Battle Cat from Masters of the Universe, only he was massive, twice the size of a normal lion. It's what he wanted, Demon Danny said. I thought it was cool too. Danny rose into the air and flew into the darkening sky. Uncle Lou slash Battle Cat leapt up over the destroyed walls of the house and began chasing the fleeing masses as flames and lava burst through the ground. Some he ate whole, others he just tore into pieces and left their mangled bodies to the streets as he disappeared into the carnage. Sean looked down at the book. Maybe there was a way to reverse the curse. But when he touched the book, it turned to ash in his hands, and the remains were blown away by the hot, dry air. Sean had released the apocalypse. Sean had been walking for about an hour amid the fruits of his foolishness. It appeared that most of the major destruction had already happened and things were starting to calm down. If you call the screams of tortured souls in the distance and the constant dark poisonous clouds in the sky, calm. Sean had already resigned himself to the fact that this was probably normality from here on out. He looked to the horizon and could see the massive form of Danny battling an equally gargantuan squid-headed being among the clouds. That was to be the entertainment from here on out. Danny in constant battle with other demonic forces. I hope he's happy now, Sean thought. 
Before leaving his destroyed house, Sean had left out a can of food for Lou. But he figured he would never see him again. Every now and then, Sean heard a lion's roar and screams over the horizon. He hoped Uncle Lou was happy now, too. He had left a note for his girlfriend, Julie. He posted it on the frame of the front door, the only thing left standing of the house. It was probably already incinerated, but it didn't matter because if she hadn't driven into a sinkhole full of lava on the way home from work, then she was most likely part of a chain gang working on building the many temples these demons were now demanding. Oh well, Sean thought. Maybe I'll catch up with her at some point, if she isn't being tortured somewhere. But Sean couldn't really think about those things right now. He had to focus on what he was going to do as the damned, given his freedom, but condemned to walk the earth in solitude. He knew exactly what he would do. Sean stopped at the corner of the street and took a deep breath. The air was filled with sulfur and the stench of rotting flesh, but there had to be another scent there, another stronger scent closed his eyes and tried to filter out the noxious odors. Ah, there it was. Just a tinge. Coffee. Sean found the destroyed front of the Starbucks and entered to a virtual paradise. All of the coffee had survived intact. And the smell, oh yes, old friend coffee, we shall spend eternity together. Sean quickly pushed the bones of a scorched barista from the counter and started to work on his ultimate concoction for the best latte he would ever have. He packed the coffee and turned the knob for steam and nothing He turned the valve again. Nothing. He checked to make sure the pipes had not come loose. They were intact. He then turned to the sink and turned the faucet on. Nothing. No water. He ran to the coal case to see if he could get the last bottled water. And all of them had turned to ash and the water was gone. Sean walked for days, and it was the same everywhere he went. There was no more water. It had all turned to steam in the hell that had been unleashed on the world. He, being a damned soul, and one being spared the bodily torments, would never be thirsty again. But that didn't stop his craving for coffee. And the craving was now epic, tearing at his inner fiber. It was the only thing he thought about and would ever think about for all eternity. Sean turned to the sky, to the multitude of evil gods now fighting in the skies over the earth, and shook his fist at their wretched forms 
damn you all to hell, he shouted as he fell to the ground and began sobbing. Damn you all! The only reply that Sean heard was a faint voice carried aloft in the burning wind. It is I! Now back to Halfway Okay. Oh, yeah. It's getting spooky in here. Thanks for coming back to our lives, every you, every guy and girl. Hi. What's the word? <laughs> it's spooky. It's spooky in here. And now it is over. Uh, so it's Pokemon of the Digimon world. Oh yeah, get pokied. Um, I just coughed. That was my contribution. Sorry, guys. Hey, that, that was great. But it's not the cough that carries you off. It's the coffin that carry you often. Huh? Yeah. Is it that? That's uh, Matthew sixteen twenty six. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of Bible verses, I need to just okay. So I warn you of the dangers of non trunk or treat events. <laughs> no. More importantly. This Castlevania Symphony of the Night, the, the Castlevania Requiem they just released on PlayStation 4. Buyer beware. I'm doing a buyer beware, everybody. Okay. Uh, the Rondo apparently is fine. I don't, I don't, I don't have a much experience with Rondo Blood because it was like, super impossible to like fucking play for like ever. And well, there I, was one Symphony of the Night version where you could access it on the game. Yeah, on PSP, and it's this version. And this version is not as good. It doesn't have the same voice acting. Yeah, that was the, that was the issues they had with that one version too, where you had to beat the fucking game to yeah, unlock the, the original. Yeah, sound. The, you had to re, you had to do the you had to beat the Rondo of Blood remake on PSP. It would not beat. You had to get to a certain point, which honestly wasn't that hard mm-hmm. to then unlock Symphony of the Night, which is the only reason I bought the fucking thing. And then this version of Symphony of the Night was like all weird. They changed the voice acting, which still isn't good voice yeah, you acting. You had to then beat it to get the original audio. Oh, that. is that what is that true? Which is stupid. Yeah. I wonder if you can do that in this. Have you ch- tried to check the options? The options are non-existent. Mm-hmm. They're like very not great options. Also, yeah, they're like, eh, it's not a fucking pachinko machine. Who gives a shit? Konami is evil. Uh, they, so buyer beware, different voice acting. The background audio is super, su- like the background music is super, super low. And the fucking normal audio, the audio is off. So like the heart sound PlayStation. effects. I should. Uh, or the or the Xbox 360 version. I'm just giving. I'm doing no buy everywhere. Just let me. Castlevania. Let me, I feel like would feel weird with a 360 controller. I've done it. I've lived it. I'll do it again. Uh, doing my buy everywhere. Okay. Can I finish my buy everywhere before you started on your little craft You're session? For a scare. Buy everywhere. Uh, so the sounds all weird. Uh, for some reason the controller vibrates with everything you fucking do. Everything. Mm-hmm. Like you take a step. Like off of a little, like you take a step downstairs and it's like vibrates. You get a heart. It vibrates like as much as you, if you were like getting killed, it's the worst. It's very bad. Um, 
I'm really bummed out because Symphony of the Night is my all-time favorite video game of all time. I really wish they would have just taken this opportunity to make a super version with all the Saturn stuff and everything, but they didn't. So all I'm saying is, if you want to play Rondo Blood, it's 20 bucks to get Rondo, and you also get Symphony of the Night, but it's not the best Symphony of the Night. But I'll still play through it. Probably worth it for Rondo. Yeah. Rondo's good. It really does... Man, I had to go into my actual like system set. Oh, there's also no option to turn off the vibration and the speaker. The, the controller also has like an audio speaker. So like... When I get things, like when characters talk, and then like when I get items, it talk it like plays through this. Through, it's very disconcerting because it's playing all these sound effects that are already way too loud because the background music is turned down. It's already playing these sound effects that are weird and reminding me that this is not the game I want. Also through the controller and vibrating on everything I do, so it's very distracting. I had to turn off the everything to do with the controller in the PlayStation because there's no settings in the options menu because the options are garbage. What it's doing Ugh. is giving you a glimpse into Alucard's life as his vampiric sensitivities can be overwhelming at times. Oh my god. Alucard is the That's main character pretty of that much I the know. game. He it's Dracula backwards <laughs> yes. is his name. And yes. apparently he is, spoiler alert, the son of Dracula. Half mm. vampire, half man. What's his real name? His real name is Bart. Okay. It wasn't Bart. What was Isn't it? it? Is it Bart? I don't remember. Davy? Danny. Danny. I remember Dracula's original name in the Castlevania series, Matthias. Huh. I can't think of Alucard's, though. What's your uh, name? It's probably Davy. Uh, okay, so I wanted to get that out of the way. Buy everywhere. You're in for a scare. Don't buy it. Or I do. I don't know. Do you need to do? You maybe don't care that much. Do I like, care. Do you like a lot of controller vibration? It might be just your game. Might be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have another. We have some more spookers, or what are we doing? You're guiding this. This is your show. Go ahead. Okay. I swear to God, it's gonna be an eight-hour show. I have to fucking edit. Oh my god, my life is hell. This is Return to the Castle Blood Part Three. <laughs> Please so this... insert next videotape. We got another one. This is the one I was originally gonna play called Philip. Grandmother, <laughs> I think. Hello, Halfway Okay. So I hear you're looking for a spooky story. I love how the interest. <laughs> I think the idea was I was supposed to choose from any one of these. But I'm like just doing like them this. all. <laughs> I like it much better like this. Uh, Philip is, uh, for those of you guys you don't know, he's currently doing a Perfect Strangers uh, review video game. And he's Sean's grandmother. Yep. I better not be his grandmother Well check this out My grandmother was already very old when I was born She had a number of strange habits And the strangest among them Was that she carried around a small box with her Wherever she went hmm. She never let that box out of her sight And rarely even let it out of her hands For my entire childhood I wondered what could be in that box That already... little red box like a tell, tells tell in the dark sort of story. I fucking love it. Well, let's let's see if you do love it. Right now, we're out of four. Oh my god. Okay. Well, let's see what happens. There's only 17 seconds left, so it's, it's time for it to get real dumb. Okay. <laughs> let's back it up a couple of ticks here just to, for prosper. Okay. Let's go. 
For my entire childhood, I wondered what could be in that box, that little red box with the faded ribbon and the tiny padlock. I wondered what could possibly be so important to her. Many years later, she died. Oh, did I mention my grandmother was a monster? <laughs> Folks, we're out of seven. Oh my god! Uh, oh, I'm lightheaded from that. Oy, 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 oy. That I I don't want to jump the gun here, but that might be voicemail oh, the of the day. That's... That might be the winner. Um, well, speaking of a little box that we can't, we don't know what's inside. Danny, can you please? Set up whatever you're going to do, your cute bit, from oh, the yeah, weird yeah, suitcase yeah, yeah, yeah. you brought in. So, uh, do you like uh, EVPs? I I love Eevee, the Pokemon. Hello, folks. Okay. <laughs> let's go, Pikachu. Let's go, Eevee Pokemon coming out for the Nintendo Switch November 16th. Come play with me. What? No, go on. Let's Pikachu at what you got in there. <laughs> <laughs> Am I fired? No, you're hired. <laughs> Do you like EVPs? What does that mean? Electronic voice phenomenon. Are you familiar? Oh, I don't like them. Why? Because they're fake, but they're also creepy. I think they're the scariest things. Why would they be creepy to you if you don't believe in ghosts? Because they might be real. I'm agnostic. (laughs) Well, uh, I've always really liked EVPs. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Traditionally... I think when I when I think of EVPs, it's typically like just like a straight tape recorder and just like some sort of voice sure. that pops up, at like a haunted location, like a condo <laughs> or a hot Dr Pepper a shack. Yep. But uh, a lot of the times, people have made attempts to like create machines and things to like further to help communicate with the other side. Mm-hmm. And one of the people I always like listening to, even though like it could be fake. Uh, is fuck? What was his name? I wrote it down. Uh, Bill O'Neill. Okay, he, he created the Spiritcom. Have you ever heard this? <laughs> no, it sounds stupid. You, you I mean, it sounds. Like, what else are you going to call it? Keep, I guess. Keep an open mind. Sorry, you're right. Spiritcom. Oh, wow. But with the, with the naming convention of like the same as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with their communication devices, this has got to be a real legit thing. Turtle comms. Remember those? Go on, please continue. Did, were you like this bitchy when you f- heard the turtle con was called that? No, I, it was like, this is great. I believe in the turtles. <laughs> well, anyway, the allegedly... I'm Scully. Allegedly, he created this with the assistance of spirits. Oh. Design. It's Robert E. Howard stuff. Basically what it is, yeah, spirit told, don't turn around from your typewriter or I'll cut you with a coated sword. <laughs> Type some fucking badass adventures on me, please, for two minutes so I look like a total badass for one minute. But with the spirit come. <laughs> That's like, Robert E. Howard wrote Conan. Go on, Or at please. least it was dictated to him by the spirit of yes, Conan. Yes, what did I, yes. The spirit come was basically 13 uh, noise generators. 13. Like, I know, like I know, go on, sorry, I know. It was like basically encompassing the range of like the male voice. Mm -hmm. But like, it sounds a little different than like regular EVPs and like Bill would like talk to this thing from this machine and it sounds fucking creepy as fuck. So, okay, so just let me see if I understand Mm -hmm. what you're saying. So he made some computer box. And the ghosts are supposed this to like talk through 70s it. 70s or 80s, so. But it's, but it's a synthesized voice that ghosts are, are supposed to manipulate rather than recording straight up voice, vo- ghost voice. Is yeah, that right? Basically, 
this idea, and I'm not exactly sure where this part started, but this has gone through a lot of like, uh, I guess, I don't want to say like investigation or something or anything. It's what people think is a way to communicate with ghosts, where basically you're providing noise for ghosts to manipulate into being able to communicate with you. Mm-hmm. But the Spiritcom, if you want to go to that last video on that oh, email, okay. it shows Bill communicating with the Spiritcom. What does that have to do with the box? We'll get to that. Okay. My little sausages here. I pull up this vid on YouTube. Uh, okay. Should I just play it? Yep. Well, it's not playing. Hold on. There it is. Oh, it's an ad. Hold on. The game that started it all. Oh, Magic the Gathering ad? Dean, let's get Magic the Magic. Please. Please. Magic is not that cool. Okay, <laughs> eat shit, nerds. God. Boy, I'll tell oh. you, Doctor. <laughs> oh, I'm sure glad you're here, sir. Okay. <laughs> Already, I don't like what I'm seeing. Aaron is recoiling. There's hours and hours and hours of him speaking with this thing. Oh, this is 30 minutes. Uh, this is Bill O'Neill operating the Cybercom device. That's this- not what it's called. Cy- oh, Spiritcom. Spiritcom. <laughs> Spy- Cybercom, though, right? That's a robot one. Yeah. I, mean, I want to talk to robots. If only oh, there wait. was a machine. I already am. Hey, Alexa, take all my identity. Well, actually. <laughs> right? There's the real ghost story, guys. Alexa. To speak with robots, you have to use, like, candles and, like, mystical items. <laughs> and then you use machines to talk to ghosts. Yeah, that's just weird how that works. So describe so, what we're looking at here. So this is a very, very uh, old... VHS. I think this might. Or even film. Yeah. Uh, It looks rolled. It looks real dim. It looks like he's in the basement at some crazy helm. Looks like almost like it's part of like something that was gutted from like a, um, like a submarine. Like it's a lot of fucking old equipment. He has a reel to reel to his right. He is wearing, he's wearing what a man would wear to tennis. Uh, is a matching red shorts and shirt. Wait. is a picture of I'm assuming him and his wife are up completely blown out uh up on on some post. Did his shorts match? It's red. Oh. Yeah, that that's is, his That little, is a choice. Yeah. Well, he knew he was going to be on camera, so he wanted to get, get make fancy. sure that rumper looked good. All right. So he is he is his back is to us. He seems to have a lot of hair. Uh a little jealous. And uh so we're going to play this. My gosh, how long has it been, sir? Uh, since you've been here. I've been here most of every day, William. You have? Yeah, I have. Well, I haven't been able to hear you or, or see you, sir. Oh, I see. Oh, the frequencies weren't right or something like that? That's your right, William. That is your right. Uh, just a moment, sir. I said, could you wait a moment, sir? Yes, sir. Nothing's wrong, sir. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, sir. I'm just adjusting the frequencies. Yes, sir. You hear it talking to him by name? Do what? You hear it talking to him by name? They call it, 
Oh, William. William. Oh, no, no. You don't like that? No, I don't like that. I don't. I don't like it, but I'm really interested. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, this idea over time has like turned into. Have you ever heard of Frank's box? (laughs) I've heard of Xbox 360. Get get in the zone, game zone. Get my. <laughs> That's fair. I'm gonna punish you with this. That's fair. No, sir. Every night you have to listen to an hour of this. No, my contact came out. Okay, basically, with oh. Frank's box, the idea was basically hacking cheap radios to remove the wiring that mutes a radio when you're scanning. Yeah. And it's basically to set it to continuously scan through where it picks up little bits of audio here and there that allegedly a spirit can use to manipulate into voices. So they kind of, okay, so they kind of piecemeal together some audio clips to make their own podcast. And I've heard, I've heard different examples where it does sound like it's speaking direct, it's answering direct questions or like giving the name of like a person it's talking to allegedly through like this, like little bits of radio. There's a further step of this that I actually like because with a lot of these things, especially like the Frank's box, it's really easy to just be like, that's coincidence. Mm-hmm. It just happened to scan across something that sound like. And our human brains are designed to, to pick like, up patterns and, and put meaning it all and stuff like yeah. that. But there's like a really cool kind of spin on the Frank's box uh, called a backwards box, where the idea is using like a reverse delay effect to turn all your audio source backwards. So if you hear something that is essentially, you know, a frontward saying, okay, it's would be a very hard. It would be almost impossible for that to be a coincidence that like whatever you're listening to just happened to have fucking backwards talk that you reversed into forwards talk. It's basically just to like make it slightly more believable or to remove so, doubt. Huh? So, so you would, you would ask it the questions, it would play back to you backwards, but then you would replay the audio of you asking it questions and then re-reverse the audio so that it no, would No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Basically. So uh, no matter what, so the, so the, the, you're, you are actually finding legible, understandable phrases through the source, a source that's only backwards audio. Like a lot of people will just use like a, a Frank's box or something similar where it's scanning through a radio mm-hmm. to create audio. Another way to do it, and how we're going to do it today, oh, is with a police scanner. So that's what's in the box? That's what's in the box. A police scanner? No. That's on my phone. We're just using a police scanner app. What's in the box? The rest of the backwards box. Oh. Ooh. It looks creepy. No, the box has nothing to do with the stuff that's in the box. Ooh, that box. <laughs> Basically, all we're <laughs> going to do is we're going to use a police scanner app on my phone. Okay. Uh, we're going to run that into a noise gate and then that into a reverse delay pedal. Uh, okay. And then that into the board. And we'll see what happens. Okay, so we're going to set that up right now? Yeah, let's hit let's hit that delicious pause music. That sounds pretty good for police scanner, right? Yeah, it's just loud. So it's hard for me to like... Okay, so we're going to send fire for a uh, forced entry. That it's just was like... Sh- we'll send an ambulance as well. 
That was said help, man. That fucking said help. That said help, dude. Is this recording? Yeah. Well, let's just hold on. And it's because it adds a creepy, like, a, like uh, echo. The idea of the echo is to give it more. To make it spooky sounding? Well, I think that's a big thing, but it yeah. also gives it more wave, like sound wave to oh. manipulate. In a world this? That's just backwards talk. <laughs> Did you mind playing it? Oogie bop, oogie bop, oogie bop. I got it. Yeah. So explain what's happening here. You got a bunch of crazy weird boxes. Okay. I'm gonna turn these off backwards. So basically, all we have is a police scanner app on my phone. Uh huh. It's Five O Radio. It's available free or like three dollars if you want to remove the ads. Five O, like from Raps. Go on. I feel like for this segment, we should be more respectful than we normally are. Sorry, you're ice. And rice. Spooky. Sorry. Continue. So, okay. At this moment, I'm going to turn this down for a okay. second. Actually, just in case we get something. Who knows? Uh, Eddie, go on. Basically, right now, all it's doing is running through a noise gate, which kind of helps a little bit of the quality yeah. of like police radios go down. And then after I hit this button, it's going to put it on a reverse delay with a bit of an echo. So we shouldn't be hearing normal forward regular speech anymore after backwards this. speech like it was when we first started this yeah i'm gonna turn it up just a little bit again that's help again you realize that right it's said help again we'll have to listen to it a lot of the time with these and we want to kind of pause when we hear stuff but a lot of the time with these it seems like people can't hear I don't know what that is. It seems like a lot of the time, very clear responses. People don't hear until they're listening back. But oh. Some of the time it does. It seems like you can get like direct responses. So, if there are any spirits that would like to speak with us and be on this podcast that maybe 100 people will listen to, but if you want to get a message out, feel free to use this device in front of me. Crickets. Let's go. Let's go. Sound like, that's probably just... We should turn the lights off. I'm scared. I don't want to turn the lights off. Spirits. Well, I don't understand what that is. Spirits, do you hear us? Would you like to speak to us and to the world? Here is your voice. The voice on the PC. Sorry. You're going to be possessed. I know. Well, I wonder what possessed you to cut off your beard like that. 
the need for attention and approval. Another theory is that it's not spirits that speak through this, but it's like other dimensional oh sort of beings. Yes. See, that shit freaks me out. Way more than spirits. Why was there just a the sound of someone eating while the police came? Typical pig. Is there an... Is there anyone or any being or spirit that would like to communicate with us right now? Let's start getting like antagonistic. Let's not. That helped. That helped. I thought I heard Daniel. Oh. Why are there so many voices? If you can, if you can, please say one of our names. I'm Sean. They know. Do they? Did it, did that, did say, I heard you didn't have to tell me that. Whoa. Did you really? Yeah. I, I, You're next in ghost. I heard. I'm dressed like my costume is wrong. Is it a man in a mask? Did you hear that? No. That was a lot of talking. Yeah. If you're there trying to speak with us, please try to say hello. That sounds like help there, but I think it's just help is such an easy word. Uh, yeah. Spirits or otherworldly creatures. Still say it like that. What? What? what they don't. They can't get sarcasm. Uh, 
Pikachu or Eevee, which version do I pick? Sorry, go on. I think some, I don't, I don't think. <laughs> That's Ooh. just how the episode ends. <laughs> that noise. <laughs> I I think there is some forwards talk going through, like a little bit of like the the echo or the reverb or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't have the settings, I don't think, pinpointed perfectly. Because mm-hmm. I think I did hear a man and a woman. I think it was just like regular police dispatch talk. If you're trying to communicate with us, please say one of our names. No, no. Sounds like nope. Nope. Getting no is such an easy word to sound, simple sound to. Say it again. Where are you? Say it again would be very common talk over police games, so I think it's just something. Traveling? Do you say he's traveling? That could be common, though, too. Yeah. Especially yeah. they're watching basketball. Traveling east to west. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Is that fucking Morse code, dude? Do they do that on police scanner? No. Do you want to put it forwards for a bit? Yeah. Sure. Let's, let's hear if we hear more fucking Morse code. <laughs> Maybe it was just like a siren in the back or something. My name used to be Gladys before I changed it to Sean. It's funny. I can't take this seriously. It's not. I don't know. It's there's just an echo on it. That's the only thing. It's just it's a thing that plays backwards stuff, and there's an echo on it. Right? Is it? <laughs> I mean, yes. You're you the, you're the one that most being like, did you hear that? I know it's scary. <laughs> I thought I heard. Hello or something there, but it was just because it's on forwards. Um. Now we're back on reverse mode. Can you say Sean? Straight up sounded normal talk for a little bit. Say Sean. Please. (laughs) 
That's the voice that keeps sounding like it's saying something. Say Sean. Please. You don't have to say please. It's fine. Might as well be polite. If they're mad, then they'll really talk and then we'll make it a hundred bucks. Alright, I think we're gonna stop. So, so if you'd like to communicate with us or tell us something, now is the time to do that. Say halfway okay, please. Spirit. No. Oh, well then that's rude. Okay, smart guy. You know what? You're going to wake up with fucking stigmata or something. Fine. Did you know? Did you know? The problem is I don't know what to ask. The where are you thing was good. All right. Did you want to ask something? Well, if you tried to communicate with us, thank you. I think we're going to turn this off now, so goodbye. Nancy Mount says help. Did you just... What do you need help with? Are you afraid? You don't like this, do you? I think I'm hearing things that aren't actually happening. Like, yeah. I thought he said, have mercy, but I don't think that's what happened. Oh, full house fan. Well, part of it, part of hearing noise you don't understand is trying to make sense of like, it. Even with a foreign language or something, people will do that. Like, my heart's beating really fast. Oh. All right. Well, we are turning this off, so thank you for participating. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. See ya. What's going on in Chicago right now? Looking for a female. Huh. Aren't we all? Uh, are you? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Uh... <laughs> Well, that's weird. It's definitely creepy. Can I put my microphone through this reverse pedal? <laughs> Probably. I don't know how you, that would even work because it's an XLR. Oh, damn. There's not an effects loop? No. Hmm. If there is, I don't know how to. I barely know what I'm doing. I think it'd be fun to do more of that. I wish there was more time. The, but... I mean, well, God if you time. If you give to our Patreon, you get access to 
my ghost show. That'd be kind of fun. We're not. We don't have a Patreon yet. We're no one is even like. No one wants a Patreon. Um, okay. <laughs> Should we have a Patreon? Please. Fair enough. <laughs> you don't want to hurt her feelings. Oh, that's fun. Um, well, that's creepy. If you actually sat through and listened to that, <laughs> it wasn't too long, right? You're not going to have to edit that down, really? No. Okay, if you sat down through that, just leave that completely unedited. If you actually sat down through that, let us know if you hear anything in it. Although I'm sure I'll listen to it a couple times, too. Ugh. Yeah, that's creepy. I'd really like to do an experiment where the source is like a tape or something where the audio is set. So then if there was a variation, you would know it was being manipulated. Can we use the old tape of that I found of us uh, recording like the the proto episode of Halfway Okay yeah, and then could. Bill's Donuts back in 2004? It wouldn't have to be that, but... How cool? Well, if we're going to make it about the show, you know what I mean? Get that ghost gold. That'd be kind of fun. So I don't want to talk too much about this, but... <laughs> Whenever I've had, I mean, I've had a few weird experiences in my life that I would probably call paranormal. And, like, I feel like every time they've happened, I've not been looking for them. I've not been trying mm-hmm. for them. So it's one of those things that I think when you least expect it, you'll hear something strange. Kind of um, like falling in love. <laughs> but so, like, I think I'm not surprised we didn't really hear anything. Yeah. I kind of put them on the spot, which is kind of rude of us. Well, and it was a very limited amount yeah. of time yeah but uh the fucking ad keeps changing on my phone and i keep like seeing it out the corner of my eye and i'm like what's happening ghost text but i've actually heard i've heard that like kind of like when you're searching for it it's hard to see but then at the same time i've also heard that you have to be like open towards something to really experience things so it seems like they're at odds at times so. yeah i don't know if you guys if you guys are into weird evp experiments maybe we can try to get Probably won't turn the show into a paranormal investigation <laughs> no. show, but maybe we can do some other stuff too. Yeah. Halfway K Ghost Club. Uh, well, huh. I, I don't know what to think about that. I, I'm excited to listen back to it and be like, get, spook myself out. But mm. it, the whole, the, the other like ghosty stuff, I don't know. The only like the, uh, we've talked about this before. The only yeah. explanation I, I, in my brain that I'm like, okay with ghosts is if it is like weird mirrors from another, like a weird time echo or from another dimension kind of yeah. bleeding over with ours. That's, you know, and that is deeply terrifying. Well, I think a lot of people have this misconception that like you can't have ghosts without like a Cursed religion. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like it's scientific fact that we're energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, where does it go when you die? Energy doesn't go away. Yeah. Vermont, it's gorgeous, <laughs> especially this time of year. Yeah, but I mean, I, yeah, I don't think there has to be any religious connotations along with uh, thoughts of spirits. Because, like, not to be whatever, and not to be like a six-year-old, sixteen-year-old who just smoked weed for the first time, mm. but like, what the fuck is this? 
Like what's existence and stuff? Has anyone ever asked these questions? Who knows? It's, it's like, you know what I mean. But like, does that ever hit you? In like, oh, sure it does. We're fucking yes, all the time probably. So then you find like religion or whatever to be like cope with it somehow. But it's all fucking nuts. All this is nuts, that, right? That question I asked myself when I was four years old. Did I ever tell you that story? No. <laughs> so I was on my way from ballet, kicking my legs. You know, just thinking about ballet and stuff and As you do. being a kid. And um, I looked out the window and I saw the sky and how pretty it was. And I thought it looked, it looked like a painting because it was like pink. It was really, really pretty. And then I thought, what if I'm a part of somebody's painting and oh God. suddenly, like, what if it, the painting is destroyed and I don't exist anymore? I think, have, did you say that on the show before? Or have you just told me that before? I think I've told you that before. Okay. I've never heard of that. Before. Yeah, I definitely told you. So, so you came up with the, at four, four years old, you thought of what would happen. If, not not if only this matrixy shit, like matrix painting style is kind of cool. Yeah. But the, what, what if you cease to exist? Yeah. yeah, I had the same. That's what was my Charlie Brown freakdown. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe four years old is when that's supposed to happen. Yeah. But well, I don't think, ugh, that's a weird thing for kids to think about. I don't <laughs> I know, would man. Think, but like, as soon as you're able to like start processing all the data coming into your little weird fucking brain, wh- what other kind of conclusions are you supposed to come to? Yeah, well, it's I mean, fucking it, nuts. There's a lot of death in my family and stuff early on, so I was like well acquainted with like yeah stuff. But like I don't know, I never thought about what would happen if I died. Like if, if there was Oof. just nothing, and then I started thinking about it obsessively for a really long time. So that's why I started getting into like spooky stuff because it made it made it feel better. Like to immerse myself in it made me feel better. I was like, well, you know, I know a lot about stuff or what could happen, so I, I feel it's like making I'm it prepared. less unknown. Well, as yeah. unknown as you can make something. Knowledge is power. So, Ugh. or yeah. at least be more familiar. Maybe knowledgeable is the wrong term about yeah. something unknown. The only ghost I would ever, the only ghosts thing I'd ever be into is if we could, I'd have a locket. Or pocket watch that helps you solve crimes. How cool would that be? We'd be like a detective ghost. So you just want a ghost slave? No, we'd be buds. Is he allowed to leave your pocket watch? Who who says it's a he, Danny? I can have a platonic ghost friend's woman. Is it platonic? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Is she Uh, allowed to leave the pocket watch? Yeah. What? Hey, she chooses to live there, or maybe that's what we're doing. We're solving these crimes and mysteries. I'm patenting this, by the way. We're solving these crimes and mysteries, and then eventually, hopefully, it'll lead to the curse that to her case, and then I can finally free her. Oh my God! Let's do this. Let's make a story that I'm into it. Oh my God! I'm I'm the grizzled. She has like a. Oh man, I can't believe these cases. Oh, what's this pocket watch? I'll get it for my daughter. I don't see her any much anymore, and I'll get it for my little girl. And then, uh, and then it turns out it's a it's a dame. It's a dame and you only in the hear pocket her voice watch the whole time. No, she then comes out eventually when you break when you solve her murder and she's free and she turns back into human for no reason. Yeah, she's not your type, and you're like, eh. oh. A little thick. See ya! <laughs> Man, well, my character, not me. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. All right, we'll get, we'll get busy on the screenplay. I'm thinking... It'll come out right after Gribblers. The screenplay. <laughs> screenplay! I think Danny Masterson should play the detective. I don't know. I think What's I What's he should, doing now? I think I should murder you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Danny Masterson can be in it, but there's no women allowed in the production. <laughs> And he doesn't It'll get be paid. like the old days where just the men played the women. Yeah. yeah. Max Landis and uh, Harvey yeah. Weinstein can be the women. I love this. <laughs> and they are horrifically abused. 
Um, well, you know what? You all know, of these are allegedly, I guess, in all, some of the cases. Eh, they did it. You know what? Spirit, give me a buzzer. Hello. <laughs> it's fun. Um, we do have a couple more big old spookers here. If you're into it. It sounds like you're talking about boobs. <laughs> I I am. Take a look at take a look at my iPod classic. I, I got photos on here. Hubba chubba. Um there are some <laughs> uh okay, here's another one. Here's another one. This is actually from our uh who who uh, our one of our in the running for smartest listeners, old James Brublaker. It's a long in. They both lost. Hey guys, this is James. I've got a spooky story for you. It's a little derivative of one that I read last year, but here it goes. It's a little long. I might need a second voicemail. In the wee hours of an eerie October morning, Vaughn was awakened by a phone call. He was slow to roll over in bed to find his cell phone, which was softly chiming. He looked and saw the caller ID was blocked. He answered and said, hello. A raspy voice on the end of the line said, do you know where your children are? Vaughn asked, what? Who is this? The line went silent. Vaughn quickly rolled out of bed. The motion disturbed the sleep of his wife, Fanny, who said, what are you doing? Vaughn, frantic, said, you've got to check on the kids. He bolted out of the room before Fanny had a chance to get to to get her feet on the floor. He checked first in the room of toe-headed son, Matthew, and then sprightly daughter, Phyllis. Both- oh, man, it's already scary. The kid's head was a toe. I take it Vaughn and Fanny is a play on Sean and Danny. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even realize that, but the toe-headed thing's funny, right? I know it means blonde. Okay, let's go back. Both were safe in their beds. When Vaughn returned to his bed, he told Fanny about the phone call. She said, probably just a prank call. Go back to sleep. Vaughn tried to sleep, but lie awake for the rest of the night. The next night, Vaughn was tired, but had trouble sleeping. He watched the shadow of a tree branch wave in the moonlight that bathed his room. Fanny slept peacefully beside him. He wished he could be more like her, not let a stupid prank phone call get under his skin. Around midnight, while Vaughn was playing a game on his phone, he got a notification for an incoming call. He answered. The voice on the other end said, Your kids, are they okay? Again, Vaughn went and checked on his children, both of whom were sleeping soundly in their beds. Rather than returning to bed... Vaughn sat in the hall as if keeping guard. In the morning, he told Fanny about the call. She told him she's sure it's a dumb prank, but if he's really worried, to call the police. Vaughn decided he'd think about it, maybe try to sleep on it, and decide the next day. That night, after two sleepless nights, Vaughn was ready to sleep. He was almost asleep, in fact. Finally, when his phone chimed, he rolled over and looked at his phone, the same blocked caller ID, the same voice on the other end. This time it said, you should be worried about your children. Vaughn screamed into his phone, who is this? Why are you doing this? There was no response. Vaughn checked the kid's room, tussled little toe-headed Matthew's hair, kissed little Phyllis on the forehead, and sat in the hall between their rooms again. The next day, Vaughn filed a police report, but the police didn't know what they could really do except monitor the line. That night, Vaughn didn't even try to sleep. He waited for his phone to ring, and when it did, he said, I'm not afraid of you. Leave my family alone. The voice on the other end said, You should be afraid for your children and for yourself. 
because of this true thing. The atmosphere has on average warmed 1.8 degrees Fahrenheit since the Industrial Revolution, with the majority of that caused by an exponential growth in the use of oil, gas, and coal after the 1950s. If greenhouse gas emissions continue at their current rate, atmospheric warming will reach 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit around 2040, a little over 20 years from now, when your children will be adults. The world's coral reefs will have declined by 70 to 90 percent from their current levels. Many marine and coastal ecosystems will have crashed beyond the point of recovery. The famines, floods, heat waves, polar vortexes, wildfires, hurricanes, and tropical cyclones that have dominated the news recently will increase in number and ferocity. The line clicked. Vaughn rolled over in bed. He wasn't sure if he would ever sleep again. I do have to provide a citation for this story. Adam um, ruins everything. <laughs> We're out of one, the, by the way. The uh, description of uh, the uh, the uh, effects of climate change were taken from the Sierra Club website. Um, so that was about the spookiest story I could come up with, guys. It's a true situation, but not appropriate for the time. <laughs> James Brubaker disqualified oh, from this Halloween's voicemails. Well, maybe we can save... Take that off the episode. <laughs> Rewind. Okay. Rewind it. There's still so many stories. Are we still getting through these? <laughs> help me. Help me. I'll save our souls. Oh, well... Let's skip this voicemail from James Brubaker. Yeah, I bet it smells too liberal, even for me. Shine green. Shine liberal pants, democracy green. Here's one from uh, fucking Ian. Thanks, James. Hey, guys. This is Ian, and I'm just in between a couple sets here. thought I'd give you a call to tell you my scary story for the, the scary-themed episode. This is a scary true story. This really happened. So last Sunday... Um, I was going into work. It was my day off, but they needed me for some overtime. And so I'm going to head downstairs, leaving in the morning, get to my car, open the car door, and there's there's this pair of boots and this, like, crumpled up cloth on the passenger seat that I I don't recognize. I don't know what it is. I'm like, those aren't my boots. I don't know what's going on here. So I lean a little bit further into the car to inspect what's going on, and there's a full-grown man who's just laying, he's sleeping in my car. And so I open the, the back door where, uh, where his head is at, and I'm kind of shocked, but I open it up, and yep, sure enough, he's just sleeping there. And then I say, uh, I say uh, hey, and he wakes up, and he just first thing he does is he jumps up, and he goes, oh, man, I'm, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm drunk, I don't, know what, I don't know how I got here, I don't know how I got here. He's emptying his pockets, going, I didn't steal anything. I didn't steal anything, man. You know, so I'm asking him if he's okay. Uh, and he's just like, he's all he's all over the place. So he ends up running off. I'm in a hurry, so I don't have time to, like, you know, get his lawyer involved or anything like that. Um, but, and I, here's, cause here's the thing. I know what you're you're wondering, and yes, he did absolutely throw up all over the place. Because why would you break into somebody's car and not throw up all over the place? It just wouldn't be the not the proper thing to do. So um, moral of the story, 
is uh, always lock your car doors. For sure, always do that. Uh, tune in next week. I'm going to leave a voice message that's going to be a choose-your-own-adventure voice message. Ooh. I think some folks will be excited about that. Huh. I'm excited. So, so tune in. Tune in then. All right. Thanks. I'm impressed with Impress one. <laughs> All right, that's kind of. Yeah, that's I, huh. I like his style of asking you guys to tune in to his voicemail. Wow, <laughs> this is his of, show. Yeah, oh, it's fucking. It's a. We fucking, just it's it. a power play. Is what I it is. Know. It's Ian's world. We're just living in it. I know. Old big reps, Ian. I feel like that man. <laughs> if you would have not noticed him in your car for five weeks, he would have axe murdered you. <laughs> that's why it's important and why it should be your motivation at the gym keep hitting it harder and harder slam that gym brother okay there's a few more uh <laughs> i don't know man there's a, okay there's one <laughs> it's, it's vivigan i love them so much these are uh these are something okay ready I have a scary story. This story is called The, the Day Halfway Okay Didn't Go Right. That's All of a sudden, every day. I know, right? The show, was, the show was starting. Sean Green was, hey, everybody, this is me, Sean Green. Halfway okay, start of now. There was no star costume to this. Danny Fazpose wasn't there. <laughs> Sean Green goes, it's, it's Danny Fazpose. He, he wasn't there. The coffee was gone. Sean Green went to Danny Fastpaw House of Blood. Look, look for Kofin. Kofin wasn't there. He found a letter that said, Dear Sean, did you know that Halloween was invent in Ireland? That's it. <laughs> Yay. That's actually based on a true story of episode one. No. <laughs> Um, we did have one more. There's a couple more here I'd like to close out on, uh, but the, we did get another one uh, just uh, a bitty bit uh, before we started the ep. So let's listen to this. And I don't, I've not heard this one at all. I don't know who it is. I don't know anything about it. So we're going in completely blind. Okay. I had a pretty, I'm trying to think of a good scary story. I think I, I remember one. So that's just a true story. Uh, something that happened to me uh, last week. Um, I took my son to the entertainment junction down in uh, Westchester. You know, they have like giant model trains and stuff. But during Halloween, they also have a like child-oriented haunted house um, thing. And they have a bunch of different miniature um, maze attractions. And I took my son through one that was just kind of disorienting um twisty turny hallway of curtains where every now and then you have a false wall you have to feel around to find the the proper curtain and find your way through and there would be dead ends and stuff and he was starting to get a little freaked out and if i'm gonna be honest i was getting a little freaked out by it too like it was really messing with my my sense of direction and my uh sense of uh, like space but we eventually got out and at that point my son was just on the verge of hysterics crying he's only 18 months old but he still like understood that he was 18 months old off. it's a shitty age to <laughs> tackle a maze <laughs> to terrorize oh your child tackle a spooky maze uh, i won't divulge your name chris 
with what he was seeing. So I was sitting on the bench um, comforting my son, and I look over and I see this little six-year-old, probably six, seven-year-old boy with his mom, and he's in costume, and he's also, like, he's just upset, and he's too afraid to go through all the haunted house things. And what, what scared me in this was the mother. The mother was trying to force them to go through all of these little uh, haunted attractions and telling them, I can't believe you would do this. I can't believe you ain't going through this. Sounds like a cool and mom. What really bothered me was when the father walked up, she pointed at him. See, the kid was still there. She says, pathetic. This ain't no son of mine. We Come on, we going. We leaving this place. And they all just stormed off, and this kid just looked so they left devastated. Him. He has to become a train conductor now. And genuinely unhappy. And that's probably the scariest thing I've seen this Halloween season. It's a bummer. It's not scary. Yeah, you guys don't understand fucking Halloween God. spooks. This ain't the time to be afraid of the global warming that's going to kill us all. <laughs> or the terrible parenting that's ruining all of our brains. It's time for skeletons. Yeah. And goblins. And goblins. Gorbleets. And wolf mummies. And jack-o'-lanterns. And jack-o'-lanterns. <sighs> and people sleeping in your car. <laughs> uh, did you know? Thanks for the it. call, though, I guess. Yeah, thank you. That uh, Be a better parent, people, that don't talk to your kids and make them do scary things if they don't want to do it. Well, That's you, terrible. What you should have done is called that mother and then been like, do you know where your children are? <laughs> uh, fun fact. And then bored them to death with Dr. Professor James <laughs> Brubaker's <laughs> science lecture. <laughs> Uh, 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 fun fact the entertainment junction in Cincinnati, Ohio, it's actually uh, what they modeled the Hall of Justice on in the Super Friends show. Or, yeah, you know, the train station down mm-hmm. there. Entertainment mm-hmm. junction is not that big train station, it's not. No, entertainment junction is like a discovery zone with trains and shit in Monroe. It's right next to it. No, what you're thinking of is in like in Cincinnati, it's a train. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we've got a couple more here. Blaze through and send this episode to hell. <laughs> yeah, we're all tired at this point. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just, I want to give everyone their due. Uh, let me see what we got here. It's gonna be fine. Okay. And do, to, to send it off to hell, we got one more. Better be fucking good. We had a one. Oh, man. Well, this might just take it over. We were boiling point. We were up real high with Philip's story. Mm-hmm. To the danger zone. And then... <gasps> Did you know that for years and years and years, I thought he was saying, oh, yeah. I went to the danger zone and not highway to the danger zone. Oh, so you just thought he was bragging instead of like, <laughs> I went to the danger zone. <laughs> the danger zone. I went to the discovery politely, zone. Politely corrected me. <laughs> Well, that and then laughed a lot about it. Yeah, that you know what? That's I think we all have a little things like that, right? <laughs> um, also, when you make a bed, is there somebody ever in it, or do you only make a bed when there is nobody? Oh, in are we it? gonna get into this now? <laughs> no, this. no one can be in the bed while you're making the bed. Making the bed is just fucking with the sheets and blankets on top. You don't have to adjust the lower sheet. Why are you? What? What? If someone's in the bed, the bed ain't maked. Not mate. Maked. 
English. I'm saying make the bed as in like you straighten out the sheet in the cover not for the... bedtimes. Yeah, you have to be out yeah, of I, the bed. I consider Why? that tucking somebody in and yeah, not that's making tucking There's in. no tucking. There was no tucking. It's a term, man. It's just fucking fixing the sheet and the the blanket. I'm not mad. I'm just curious. I'm saying. <laughs> so, Why are you yelling, Danny? So it's not all twisted and everyone's legs are Let covered. Let go of her. <laughs> to be fair, this, this... <laughs> this is exactly what Danny does. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Turn it off, fair play. I am on your side. I'm, on, I'm always on your side. I'm bringing you... the ghost back. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious if anybody else has ever said that no. when somebody was in the bed making. Okay, the bed. okay. Here, let me let me paint the let me paint the scene. Julie's in bed doing God knows what. <laughs> uh huh. I don't know what you guys do when I'm not here. You're in the room doing God knows what. Playing Game Boy. You decide you're gonna go to bed or whatever. Julie's still laying in bed. You're the sheet and the the blanket are all twisted around or whatever. Sure. Pushed to the side. You're going to straighten that out so everyone has a nice fair share of the sheet and blanket, okay? Okay. If you had to coin that something, what would you call what you were doing? You, would you say, tucking you in? No, not like that. He wouldn't. Would tucking, <laughs> tucking you in means you're leaving the bed and leaving that person to sleep. If I was Ooh. getting inside of the bed too, yep. I would be getting in the fucking bed. What would There's you, no he term means for what, what He means what's straightening the blankets out means oh getting situated for bedtime i would say like fixing the bed yeah or making the bed which i guess is no man making the the same thing you know what this this reminds me of a story i also made the bed frame out of raw materials look i'm not complaining (laughs) uh... i'm not complaining wow i'm just asking i just wanted i wanted opinions because i've never heard of it all right let's hear mouth right now it reminds me of a story sean just got up from the table, uh-huh. walked upstairs, and hit Julie in the face with a full paint can. <laughs> what? Why? Because they made the thing about him grabbing her. Uh, and yeah. then posted on YouTube with the title, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> and then liked it. We do have some paint cans. Okay, here's one last final story to get your blood chilled to the Good, because I'm boiling right now from that making the bed story. Right? I know. <laughs> Ugh. How do you... I hope you can cover up those bruises. That you did. Hello, halfway okay. So I hear you're looking for a spooky story. <laughs> well, boo! <laughs> Happy Oh, 